Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey, guys, you be Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody: pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips. Joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
Let's hear it for the burrito. Come on, that's not fair, man. Oh, did your father look the fool? Retention, retention. Are you smoking those hillbilly cigarettes again? Ask your doctor if ball kick tricks is right for you. Oh, I don't like that. Go put your floppy hat on and enjoy your day. Tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hey, hello there, indeed, everybody. Welcome to the program, episode 2519, The Hard Castle, on the 1919. Very popular song uh, for about a week and a half back in the uh, the 80s, and then I uh, I just uh, won't let go of it. I hang on to it because I love this country and I love the way that I serve this country. Uh, and by that, I mean, I was a waiter for a little while and uh, really had really was proud of the way that I would present those plates and silverware. What do you, you need a setup? Let me grab you a setup. That's what I would say. And then I would grab them. You know, that's uh, your spoon and your fork and your knife wrapped up inside of a napkin. It's an industry term. Industry term. I never waited tables, not one day in my life. But if I did, boy, I'd be proud of it. <laughs> I'd be very proud of the way that I handled myself. I have gone to other tables and said, uh, you guys using that ketchup? I've done that. And I, I, no, sort of like a waiter. Yeah. Can I borrow that soy sauce? Yeah. These are things I would say. Right, right. So I kind of so know what it's like to be a waiter. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on my resume. Server. Great. Put it on there in case. So are my special skills for... Uh, on my acting resume, because that'll st- that'll make me stand out from the other actors here in town. Of course, yeah, no one else has waited tables. Nobody else. That would no, be crazy. That's, uh, you don't want to do that. Uh, so uh, th- that'll make me very special. I was never a waiter, but I did serve. I would work the concession stand at a movie theater, which is involves mm. hot dogs and nachos. And, that's, I think that's a little clo- uh, closer food. to uh, than uh, me never having done it. I mean, I, that's more like working at a fast food place, I guess, because you're just getting the stuff and handing it to right. Them. But it's uh, it's in the food. It's in the food world, isn't it, Matt? Yeah. yeah. And you could put that on your special skills, you know, popcorn sure. grabber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can grab them by the popcorn. They'd let you if you're famous. It's true. Right? So many times I'd grab the uh, the, the people by the popcorn when they come in. And I say people because man and lady. I'm yeah. not happy to grab anybody by their popcorn. Great. Right? There we go. You know, Herbal Redenbachers. <laughs> Let's go. Let's tighten that tie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's got a bow tie. Made them interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's got suspenders and a bow tie. Yeah. We certainly like that popcorn. Yeah. Uh, Who would win in a fight, Orville Redenbacher or Colonel Sanders? Uh, I know one of them's a real person, one of them's a character, but there was an original Colonel Sanders, wasn't there? Or yeah, I, I believe there was. Was there? Yeah. Okay, so the original guy versus... I think Sanders does because he uh, he fights uh, dirty and throws uh, hot grease in your face. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, I think he's more of a billy than... Uh, Redenbacher's a nerd. Redenbacher, but but also Redenbacher seems to come from. Uh, is he from Vermont? Where's Orville Redenbacher from? Oh, I would have guessed Indiana. I have no idea why. Indiana. Huh. Vermont uh, is just maple syrup. The whole state, all they have is maple syrup. Well, that's There's why he's a nerd. He's, he's 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 bucking the system. He wasn't <laughs> yeah. welcome. He wasn't embraced by the maple people. Right. Uh, right now, now we're doing the rush song trees. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I, I listen. Unless I'm, I'm proven wrong, and Redenbacher is also from the South, I'm going to go with uh, Sanders because first of all, he's a colonel, so he knows uh, right, he's his military training. He knows, he's got training, <laughs> right? He's probably even in better shape because uh, of that training. He still does 100 push-ups every morning, right? 
Yeah. Secondly, uh, if if they're if they're playing if they're if they're using their their outfits, uh, Redenbacher is able to grab uh, uh, Sanders by the tie, and that thing just comes loose. Hmm. Whereas if he goes to grab Redenbacher by the tie, that just tightens him up and strangles him. So yeah, again, a, advantage Sanders. That's a real bow tie. There's no way that's a clip on. There's no way that guy goes clip on. Not a Vermont. A Vermontian would never wear <laughs> a clip on. Where's he from? Over Redenbacher. <clears throat> Jimmy, there's some uh, controversy here in your theory. <clears throat> Orville Redenbacher is from Indiana, which I think you said. You said, said Matt yeah. Belknap said that. Colonel Sand, he's from Brazil, Indiana. Colonel Sanders. Yeah, where's he from? Henryville, Indiana. What? what? They're both from Indiana. These are both Hoosiers. This is bullshit. Wow. But all right, now uh, look and see where they are on the map, because I insist that Sanders be from farther <laughs> south than Indiana. Well, even Southern Indiana is sort of the south, right? And, and, oh, it's not sort of. <laughs> I've, I've worked there many, many times. Yeah. Even even if they grew up in the same town, Sanders has asserted his southern nature. Which yeah. means not only it's not like he's from the South where much like being from the United States, we don't know our government. We don't know anything. But if you're from another place and you become that thing, yeah. then you double down. So right. he probably like studied all of the oh, there's no question Southern martial arts. Henryville may as well be in Kentucky. It looks like it's just who's a, from Henryville. That's the that's, that's the colonel. The colonel. It's that's right a, above. So that's Louisville. that's why he can claim that's Kentucky can fried claim Kentucky fried chicken. Right. He would go over the river there and to the through the woods. Of course, sure. To grandmother's house. He, <laughs> and grandmother and he would get those uh, that secret recipe together. Mm-hmm. You gotta. Can you read just read a little bit down into his Wikipedia page? Because I wonder if he moved from there to Kentucky proper at a young age. Well, he's buried in Kentucky. Goddamn right he is. That's where all the bones are. All the chicken bones. <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. Them bones, them bones, them chicken, chicken bones. bones. Right? I uh, I used to enjoy a Kentucky Fried Chicken. I used to enjoy the wings. The wings were good. Mm. And then, uh, But I've not had Kentucky Fried in probably over a decade. Yeah, it's been a long time it's been for me. It's been a long time since I've had that. I did have Chick-fil-A over the weekend. Oh, Wait, what? I know. I'm not supposed to. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? I went to Chick-fil-A. All political and moral reasons aside, other than the fact that you hate the gays, Mm -hmm. uh, there are better chicken sandwiches in this world than the Chick-fil-A. But it's the right distance from my house. (laughs) Zoe and I were like, let's walk somewhere to get lunch. Okay. And... That was the distance we wanted to walk. <laughs> so you went there about eight tenths of a mile. I so think. you got yourself a bland sandwich, a bland. No, they have. They are now trying to get in the spicy game to compete with Popeye. So they now have a spicy chicken. I will say this. Are they trying? Because I, I only have ever when I used to eat there, I would only get the spicy chicken. Oh, so maybe they've always had it. I don't yeah. know. I've, I've only been there like three times in my life. And uh, it was good. Really? Yeah. I'm always. You know what's weird? You're left- gonna you're gonna mock me for this. There's also a Popeye's chicken equidistant from my house. <laughs> so, but something about the idea of going to Popeye's bummed me out. But you know, I love that chicken at Popeye's. I know, I know. But it's it's like a very part of it because was we were gonna go in and sit down, mm-hmm. and the Popeye's near us is very small. I would, and to that point, because I used to sometimes go to that Popeye's uh, when I had time to kill after Conan. Yeah. And I had to stay in the valley, and I go, oh, you know, I'll go to Popeye's because as a as I love that chicken at Popeye's. Yeah. I um, always skeeved out by that Popeye's uh, it, it's to like, sit down inside. It's like a closet. It's not a full-sized place. Yeah. Like, it seems weird to eat in there. You're 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 way too close to the... It's, it would be like eating at a Papa John takeout where they, right. they have that one yeah, table there. Exactly. And if you set up, if you set up shopping... People would be like, what the hell are you why, doing? Why are you eating? You don't eat there. You, you sit there while you wait for your pizza, then you yeah. scram. Meanwhile, the Chick-fil-A is brand new and very spacious. It used yeah. to be a... Um, what was that? That Mexican sit-down restaurant that... that oh, was it there? Yeah. What, the El Torito? El Torito, yeah. Wow, that's a big venue. for that's huge, a, that's right? a huge Chick-fil-A. When they were moving in, I was like, you can't put a Chick-fil-A there. It's too big. But they've made 
it's like a, the kitchen must be humongous. A lot of homophobes in Burbank, so it's plenty of room for that. <laughs> it was built with gay tears, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. Huh? Well, yeah, Enjoy I apologize it. to you, Garen. Isn't there some distance between that now, though? Isn't uh, haven't they come out and said, you know, we we are mending our ways? Wasn't there? I don't think. Wasn't don't there a know. statement about that? If like they did, I wasn't aware of it. I think like three, literally three weeks ago, they said yeah. they were they were cutting donations to some. Of those types not, of things, not I all. Huh? It's all of them. Well, yeah. they still they're still closed on Sunday, right? So yeah. they still have their their sort of Christian right. roots, which I think In and Out's also Christian, but they don't close on Sunday, right? That Which is, is as far as I know, true. Interesting to me. Yeah, that's what hamburgers all about. That's what <laughs> Sunday. Staying open on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday's when people want their burgers. There's no yeah. question about that. Uh, all right. So did he ever move to Kentucky? The Colonel we're talking about. Yeah, he did. Try to distance ourself from Matt and his own. When did he ways. move? He was a young man. <laughs> young man he it's time to move i said young, young man, man. <laughs> you've got to be groove uh, young man you all right with that i'm not good at this game hey <laughs> uh i listened to your guys's off book finally yes uh, and uh loved it so oh. entertaining you guys were great glad to hear that obviously Thank you. jess and zach are like freaky they're fantastic geniuses yeah they are um but yeah I, I was walking down the street laughing like an idiot which uh doesn't happen that often uh but uh listen yeah. to this show people say that they laugh like idiots when they listen to this show so maybe <laughs> I, I do i laugh like an idiot in this room but i don't feel the need to listen back to it. i'd like to see you pick that up a little bit to be honest and with i was all i was telling zoe about it and i realized i don't know if their show as a whole i don't know the other episodes but oh, your episode was clean 100 clean you're right clean i don't remember yeah. anything about it that she couldn't hear so yeah. i was like yeah you should listen to this you know she loves musical theater oh yeah to that point oliver should listen to it oh yeah, yeah. he would love it oh my god what a uh, mistake i've made in my uh, parenting <laughs> by not allowing him to listen because there's still time no the, the mistake is uh, him not listening off book but certainly come and see me say fuck three thousand times at right. flappers yeah that's odd that you are okay with one and not the other uh or at uh, when he came to uh vitello's is it just because you uh don't want him to know that elliot's funny <laughs> so you're just like you have to protect him if he, he finds really, out he, he you know he, he dislikes elliot more than he dislikes james corden what what i'm surprised as you are i rewatched uh last jedi last week and i remember i forgot that james corden had a cameo in it and it's it hit me hard in the face when i saw it i was like oh fuck he does yeah he's an x-wing pilot He's in one yeah. shot and he gets blown up immediately. So I guess I could enjoy it on that level. <laughs> I do not remember that. Yeah. He, and and maybe I. I didn't even know at the time. And maybe someone told me mm. about it recently. And so I saw him and was like, oh, there there he is. Now, that said, he's going to be great in Cats. There's no question in my mind. Because he was great in Into the Woods. He was great in Into oh, the Woods. I never saw that. He was terrific. I, I I mean, you're. We joke about it. I really don't have anything against him. I don't watch his show, so I don't really know what I would. Have I got no him. problem with him. It's and, my kid that hates him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just. I'm mad when anybody gets to be in Star Wars and, and not me. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like Bill Burr was just on an episode of The Mandalorian, and I told you when I found out that he was cast, I was like, God damn it. That guy started a podcast around when we did. Why can't I be in that? Yeah. I was like, well, he's a famous comedian. He's also filling out the filling the forum, doing standing up comedy. Right, and and you're he's, at Vitello's. He's been on other TV shows. He's yeah. an actor. He's yes, been he cast in shows. I'm sure. I'm sure being on Better Call Saul or, or Breaking Bad, whichever one he was on, might have been both. Uh, it was definitely Breaking Bad. Definitely Breaking Bad because yeah. I saw it. Um, that was probably what got him that mm-hmm. that job. But uh, mm. was he good? I don't know if he was. 
<laughs> on Breaking Bad? No, on, uh, well, that too. On The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, I was like, yeah, he was. I, I understand from the internet, and I don't watch The Mandalorian because I don't uh, believe in that, uh, that, that, that uh, system of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he was trending. It was hashtag Bill Burr was trending. Mm-hmm. And people were upset by his uh, Boston accent. Is that is that possible? <laughs> Who cares? That's the last thing you should be mad the, about. The internet was mad about it. <laughs> yeah. It was fine. He, I don't know what the, they're. The accent was not the problem. I just think he's not, he's kind of a limited actor, but whatever. It was fine for the for the role. You know, whatever. It, 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 the Star Wars is not supposed to. It's not about good acting. It's never been what about. What are you that. talking about? Billy D. Williams is the <laughs> one of the best actors in our gener- of our generation. Well, hold on a second. If you're joking about that, I will take major issue because I do think he's fantastic he's, in Empire Strikes Back. He's not one of the best actors of our generation. No, no, but he is really good in no, Empire he's Strikes a, Back. No, he's a B movie actor, and I don't mean that. Uh, yeah. I would I would love to be a B movie actor, but he stands out as one of the best actors in Star Wars. Yes, because everybody else is a piece of cardboard moving around. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, if, I'm, Human beings. I right. mean, like yes. they're all, which is know. what it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a, a kind of a B movie elevated to, you know, with with effects and everything. But you still have that sort of pulpy genre thing mm-hmm. where people aren't great, and that's okay. So if someone's accent is weird, that like Princess Leia doesn't know if she's British or not through the first two <laughs> movies. <laughs> you know, it's like that's part of it. That should be you should have some weird accent that comes mm. and goes. That's I like that. Well, listen, we all like different things and I like Bill Burr's accent and uh, <laughs> no matter when he uses it. Uh for comedy or for uh, drama. Mm-hmm. However he chooses to use that accent, I'm fine with it. When I'm not fine is when James Corden tries to upset my son by showing up in movies. You don't know if he, he's from the Middlesex system, you know, that's a county in eastern Massachusetts for people who don't know. Uh, Bill Burris. Well, I'm saying this character that he's playing. Maybe that's why. Oh, I see the character. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't follow it. Uh, the only thing I watch over there on the Disney Plus is the uh, Encore. Is Encore. And did you watch Oklahoma yet? No. Wait, Oklahoma. No, that's the newest one. It's the best one. Oh, and, really? And, uh, by the way, I think they're all nines and tens. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. This one's the best of the. Oh, of, cool. Of them. I, in my opinion, I don't mean yeah. to. I, I hate that I did that to you, but well, uh, the the one. Was it Greece? Was the one before that one? Greece was two before. The one before that was Andy Get Your Gun. Andy Get Your Gun. That one, they're all like emotional roller coasters, but that one had a lot going on, man. Like a woman oh, that was, who's a doctor. Let it but go, sweetie. Still crying. About I say the, sweetie condescendingly <laughs> because that's like in the, in the program. But it was so crazy. Basically, for people who didn't see it, this woman shows up. She. Uh, dated the guy who was the the male lead in the in Annie Catcher Gun in high school and apparently he cheated on her broke her heart and so she walks in and and now she's a doctor and and, and this is 30 years later it's 30 years later she's a, she's a doctor with a husband and a son living who, in, who will be seeing this you who's going to he's he's going to come to the show he's going to bring the child uh, you bring the child to the, the, the show and he gets the gun and he shoots the gun. Uh, beautiful house. It looks like she's got a great life. And yet she is, she's in tears over the fact that this guy, her high school boyfriend <laughs> was cheating on her. And then she, day one steps up and is like, Oh yeah, Jesus Christ. She, she so, because he's the lead. And, and so the Annie get your gun. It's the story of Annie Oakley. And, and there's a love story between her and what's his name? Butler or something. Buffalo will or something. Uh, I don't know. I think it's something Butler. Anyway, okay, will, Buff, but, will, no, I don't know. Butler's, uh, I mean, Buffalo bill is another, yeah, is also in it, but yeah. Uh, but anyway, so another woman played the, 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 
love interest of played Annie. Guy, played Annie, the, the yeah, the title character in the original production. And yet here comes uh, Dr. Heartbreak. <laughs> she's day one steps right up. She's like, I would like to audition for Annie Oakley. And everyone's like, she's like, all due respect to you. You were wonderful. I'm not taking anything away, but I wanted. And it's like, oh, you've been thinking about this for 30, for 30 years. years. Wow. For 30 years. And now you literally are like, I want to be the romantic lead opposite my ex-boyfriend who broke my heart. Why? What Why? are you looking to gain from this? And so then they audition and they they do a scene where they kiss and they kiss hard. It was like a serious mm. fucking kiss. It was not a stage kiss. And, and again, that's what Danielle said. Her husband's going to see this. <laughs> yeah. Like she's was, been waiting 30 years to make out with this dude again. It's the craziest. Crazy. So, But the best part is they do this kiss and the director's like, thank you. Okay, so we're going to stick with her for the lead. Yeah. So she doesn't even get the part after all that. And she was so fucking determined. Like, this is a woman who's like, I am, I, I get what I want. I, I, you know, here's like, my life is exactly what, you know, like I went to medical school and I got my, I'm a doctor now. I am an OBGYN. Like clearly everything she's, she's, she's very ambitious and very like puts her mind to it and gets it. And so, and it was just like, no. You're not going to be any. Nor should she have been. That's not the premise right. of the program. And again, she, Bill and, Cosby shows up and she wasn't like particularly great either. It's not like the other woman's voice was not stellar, but it was better than that lady's. And the dude was like an amazing it, singer. In my opinion on this program, if the woman, the, 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 let, let's put another show, Evita. Yeah. When, I'm making up this episode now. Yeah. An episode of Evita where the girl in high school plays Ava Perone and she's flawless and she's terrific. 30 years later, she can't really sing anymore. In my opinion, she still gets to be yes. Ava Perone. Because that's right. the idea. Because that's the idea. And yeah. it's like, oh Jesus, Gladys can't sing as well. Okay. Too bad. Well, we're all 30 years older. And a lot of people can't sing well. Yes. That's the point. Most that's, most people aren't good. Right. That's kind of what makes it entertaining. Yeah. It's kind of like nailed it for theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be interesting to see how they miss. But sometimes they hit and it's kind of and, exciting. Uh, Oklahoma hits. Okay. It's good. Yeah. It's a good episode. Looking forward to it. Uh, so look forward to that. We look forward to you uh, enjoying your holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's speak. I have a feeling, by the way, that... Uh, uh, Craig Ferguson, who's never been on our program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those where we uh, press play and then we sit back and we listen to stories. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Rightfully so. He's uh, yeah, great. a charming raconteur mm-hmm. uh, who uh, I, I've had limited interaction with Craig, but every time that I've been with him, I, he, you know what? At the end of the day, yes, he's an actor and uh, I think he's just a comic. Like he's yeah. a guy who's funny. Like he and I, we bonded in Montreal 20 something years ago and just laughed like idiots. Yeah. Um, in a green room while we're waiting for the show to start. Mm-hmm. And he had just started his uh, his talk show at that point and was still wasn't yet a star. Yeah, my, yeah. Uh, even though he came from Drew Carey. Uh, right, he was on that. And then I remember he, he was in an independent film that I think he maybe wrote or, or something. And uh, that did well. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a, it had the, the indie buzz. But I forget right. what it was called. When did, when did he start on the, because I did, let's see, I did Killborn in 99 and I think again in 2001. And so then did he start 2003? Did he start the? Oh, I have no idea. The, everything after I moved over? to California is a blur time-wise. I don't know anything. Like if you told me when was 9-11, I was like, I don't know, 2007? No, no, it's earlier than that, 2001. We're coming up on the 20th uh, anniversary. Okay, I see. It's all, the, it's just like the weather, the seasons don't change. So uh, right. I'm not going to keep track. You should never forget 9-11. No. 
that's the one thing I remember the day I remember the the month and the that's the important day. part that's I the mean, important part what do you want like that's enough isn't it I mean people call it 9-11 I, I, I'm not I, I said you're fine I they, they don't call it 9 Again, <laughs> I, they should. If I they want you to remember open. the year, nobody suggests. Then I'll you try. The year. To, then go ahead. Not I, I will try to remember. But if you could just say 9-11-01 from now on, well, I, I would. You'd be part of. Would go oh nine one one oh one. That's how I right. would do it because that's how I write out things on my uh, checks. And Craig Ferguson would say eleven oh nine. Yes, he would. He's from the UK, yes. where they flip it around. When he gets, I'm going to remind him we beat him in a war. <laughs> Please do. Uh, when did he start, uh, Gary? When did Craig, the Craig, when did the Craig Ferguson era of the Late Late Show start? It looks like 2004. Because that's when he was guest hosting <clears throat> for Craig Kilborn. I remember that 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 I do. I remember a bunch of different people, like Michael Ian Black might have been one Michael of those. Michael Ian people. Black did. Uh, Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins. Right. Oh God. Yeah. yeah there was a uh, weird string of people coming in and guesting. I want to say Jimmy Dore did stand up when Drew Carey did it. Yeah. I think it was Drew Carey. I could be wrong, but uh, 2005. 2005 is when yeah. Craig got it for officially. And what's the yeah, name so of that movie? That list. Did you see that? Uh. You. Uh, okay. He said he wrote it. I feel like he wrote it. Maybe he directed it, but I think he wrote it. Just hit archival footage. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. Pull that up, too. Um, anyway, let's check in very quickly. And my whole point was I, I have I a feeling him, that Craig Ferguson yeah, yeah, is going to uh, chat. So let's let's go around the horn and check in okay. with everybody. Now, check in over there while he uh, looks up. You know what? I'll skip you, Garen. I'll come back to you. Uh, unless you got the information on the movie. Do you already have it? He's done been doing stuff since 88. Whoa. Whoa. Well, we're talking about uh, this is, this be late nineties, late nineties, early two. Modern Vampire, that's a TV movie. You think about Modern Vampire, the Big Tease? Yes, yes, he was a hairdresser. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah remember yeah. that? Yeah. I don't remember that. No. Yeah, he wrote it with Sasha Gervasi. Okay. Oh, Jesus! I didn't know he worked with Gervasi. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, Any relation great relation to Ricky Gervasi? I would imagine. <laughs> Listen, as a reminder, with the Golden Globes coming up, yeah. uh, they don't know what he's going to do. What? No, you can't do a TV show like that, Jimmy. They, Everything must be scripted. They're telling me that they don't know what he's going to do. That seems That's what they're telling me. Risky to the point of insanity. For instance, he uh, goes to uncork a bottle of champagne. Yeah, and what then happens? He, he ends up spraying it on the crew. No. You don't know what he's the, got On planned. the crew? But they have to work. I, I, what if the equipment gets wet? I don't know. Oh, gosh. This, is, this, is, uh, this guy's a wild trigger, man. This spells trouble. Well, we'll see. We'll find out at the, uh, at the taping of the Golden Globes. Well, it's live, Jimmy. It's not taped. So oh, there's no net. I mean, there's no safety net. Oh, Jesus. I didn't. I forgot about that. Well, we'll find out then. It'll be exciting. God, we'll get to see it in real time. I know this. That no matter what happens, he's going to tell you how crazy he is about it. <laughs> he's going to let you know. Do you think he'll bring a drink on stage to just show you how much oh, he doesn't care about Oh, I rules? would imagine he does. <laughs> What do you backstage? Oh, huh? You're interesting. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I found him to be funny every time he's hosted. He he's a uh, when he when he reads the, does those jokes, he's very very funny. It's him telling me how edgy he is when he's not being edgy that I find to be annoying. Yeah, the, the more that became the hook, the the less fun it was. Yeah, I think when it, he was just coming out and doing comedy, it's great. It's great. It's fine. But I also love. I mean, I really to me the sweet spot, and I they're too smart to want to commit to it year after year, but. Amy Poehler and Tina Fey were the best. Like, that was the best it ever was to me. They were the best around. Nothing going to have to bring it down. Uh, all right, let me check in with the Pop Goals Reason. But that's, that is sponsored by DogPile.com. We say hello to Garen Cockrell. Uh, Garen, how was your weekend? Did you have a nice weekend, Garen? Did you work at the books, bookstore? What did you do? I had one day work, one day off. What do you do on your day off? What do you? What, what, what is Garen? I had a bit of a movie day. I watched Phantom Menace, which is... 
not good. Wow. And I watched The Irishman. Okay. Ah. Okay. Made it three hours and f- five minutes, and then ran to eat. Came back and watched the last twenty minutes. Wow! Really, you couldn't go the last twenty. <laughs> he was hungry. Yeah. Food's ready. It's <laughs> great though. You're, you're at home. Supper's on. So you you couldn't just pause it, grab a snack, and run back to the couch. I was going with my roommate, so we were running out. Oh dear. So, okay. Yeah. Would you go? Would you try to go to Chick Fil A? It was too crowded. Yeah. We, my buddy of mine yeah. went over there. Yeah, we didn't get it. It was crowded, by the way. Of all, course, it was. It's always crowded. crowded. Yeah. There's a lot of hate in this country. Mm. Boy, I guess I'm part of it. Delicious hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Land hate. <laughs> I will match whatever I spent there. I'll donate it to Glad or, or what's what's a better well, rain? That's a, that's a that's a garbage bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just throw your money I, away. I, I, I donate that to them every time I need garbage bags. I just buy another box. I put it in a Ziploc and hand it to them. <laughs> Seems to uh, confuse them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also watched the Irishman over the, uh, oh, over the weekend. So everyone in this room has now seen it. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. Well. Here we are then. Okay. <laughs> there we are. Four guys. What do we do? We're talking about it off the air. I think that's the best Great. way to do it because others uh, have not seen it yet. Okay. No yeah. spoilers. Uh, what's that? No spoilers. No, goddamn right. There's no spoilers. It is mob related, so I think you got a pretty good idea where it's going. Also, mm. it's about Jimmy Hoffa, so you got a pretty good idea where it may be heading. Mm. It's not all about Jimmy Hoffa. It's partially about Jimmy Hoffa. I, was, mm. uh, is, I can't say this. You can't, can't say another. Nope. Uh, all right. So you watch The Irishman. You watch the, this Phantom Manasse. And uh, did you go to the motion picture house or just there? Uh, did everything there at the house? Uh, I also saw Dark Waters. You ah. saw Dark, I saw Dark Waters as well. Is that good? Yeah. Really? It's very scary and it's very huh. uh, upsetting. It looks so much like that movie. It looks like the same you movie. Rockovic? Well, sort of. No, remember John Travolta made one like that too? Oh yeah, civil action. A civil action, yeah. Pretty, pretty it much. It is. I'll say that, it, and, and uh, uh, not to take anything away from Garen's review of it, because I, I thought it was terrific. I okay. enjoyed it, but it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly when you see the trailer, you, you get it, and then it's just watching Mark Ruffalo be a terrific actor mm-hmm. uh, throughout. Uh, but it's a good movie, and uh, mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway is. Uh, Oh, you don't like her? I feel she was wasted. That's not her fault. I know. She I'm, saying, I'm saying she did a she good is, job. She did a good job, but I felt like that, that character is like, why is this Anne Hathaway? This could be... Was she Anna Paquin wasted? <laughs> you know, to, to, uh, the, to that I'm argument... Totally kidding. To that, to the, uh, it's a mob movie, and mob movies are always about the dudes. It's only noteworthy because she's an Oscar winner, and she has one line in the whole movie right. and uh it and so that's just gonna stand out to anyone who's like looking but at is, it but isn't the point again it being a mob movie and that mentality in that world right. is yeah. the woman doesn't speak right they watch from a distance they judge right and uh you know eventually she you know uh, may win i don't know how their relationship I, went i but. guess we're, yeah we can't talk about it because again we don't want to spoil it for anybody but, but i already did i already said that she only has one line <laughs> so look for that one line but, but you didn't ruin that that's out in the that's yeah, out in the world that's true, yeah and she's uh, in it she's in it more than that one part where she has one line it's just yeah. that she doesn't say much but uh it's a bigger conversation it's not about her or the movie even it's just about changing uh, the changing landscape and people going, Hey, we never even used to think about it when a movie had m- very minimal female roles. And now it stands out a little bit more. We're, we're more conscious of it. But and again, this, th- this one is a, it's a mob I, movie. I get it. So I don't know if this one is a fair one to get angry. No, yeah. It's also a, bio, a biopic essentially. So right. if that's the way it was. Yeah. Well, I think Lorraine Bracco and Goodfellas has 
that's a great performance and a really well True. written part. Agreed. So it's not like you can't have females in a mob movie. It's just that's the way this story was told. And everyone can tell whatever story they want in whatever way they want. But it's it just does you notice it in a way that I don't think you would have noticed it 10 years ago even. Mm. I uh, I will tell you what I took away from The Irishman is it once again reminding me to uh, start, uh, question stuff from my childhood uh, because <laughs> there, there there is no doubt in my mind my grandfather was mobbed up in some way and yeah. I, I dropped stuff about that in the past but yeah. certain things were like like literally it was like watching a scene from at my grandparents' house. Oh, wow. and so I actually yeah, I, I did crazy. write to one of my cousins and said, it's time we talk about this <laughs> because we've never talked about it. Like, yeah. you know, when we would go to that Italian run banquet hall every Christmas and we'd all be given the same toy that uh, right. I'm guessing fell off a fucking truck, yes. quote unquote. <laughs> yes. Like why we're now we're all in our 50s now. Let's talk about <laughs> how weird it was that Frankie Moon would come to our house. You know, like <laughs> that people with mob names yeah. would be in our family, like involved in, in, in stuff. With my, and my grandfather would, my grandmother would go, your grandfather's got to talk to some people right now. And then they would all come in and talk in there yeah. and eat their sauce and their spaghetti <laughs> while we're in the other room watching golf. It was fucking bizarre. That's really Your weird. grandfather wow. paint houses? Uh, I don't believe my grandfather painted houses. Okay. I don't, uh, I, that's not to say that maybe some of the guys came over were reporting about some houses being painted. <laughs> right. I just, no, and by the way, maybe nothing was. But as I'm looking back, it weirdness is happening, nicknames and stuff that it would only be. But that didn't that occur to you every time, you, like in your whole, like from your your 20s on, like when you saw Goodfellas or when you saw that. My point is, Godfather? it's time to start talking about right, it. Right. But I've you, been thinking about it. Right. Right. Yeah. They're they're all pretty much dead. All those people who would yes. care. Like so. we would hear. Like I would go, Hey, whatever happened to? so-and-so and they would go oh it was the weirdest thing he was at the corner of 103rd and cicero and uh, he was just sitting in his car and a guy he got shot a guy came out of nowhere and shot him and i would go boy that is weird and then he would be on the news and you'd go oh, no, oh that day that guy this he's on the news what if that was like one of the just moments in the movie where they just show this dude and it's like frankie moon is shot eight times at the corner of 108th and cicero and right like, oh shit that would have been incredible it was crazy like yeah. it like looking back now like yeah that was, hey, how come that guy doesn't come around anymore? Oh, the weirdest thing was 103rd and Cicero. He's sitting in his car. And I remember it was exactly, it was at 103rd and Cicero. Oh, and wow. It was a fucking story. Yeesh. It's bizarre. It's Yet, very strange. My father never rings it up. He's he was shot 15 times in the head. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. <laughs> just sitting there, just sitting at the just side. Bad luck, I guess. Just bad luck. Like, that's how it was like presented to us. Like, yeah. oh, just bad luck. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Your uncle tripped and fell on a bullet. <laughs> a terrible accident. Just bizarre. Just bizarre. Why don't you ask next next time you talk to your dad? I'm gonna have to ask him if he's seen The Irishman, and then say like, "Hey, what? Well, we never talk about this. Uh, Grandpa was mopped up, right?" I don't think I need to uh, watch that. I, I think I I have decided that you, you the next time to. I see my I don't want to do it on the phone. Yeah. yeah. The next time I'm at dinner with my father, cause, but I did write my cousin and said. You know, let's let you know how how deep do you think Grandpa was? Right. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And you definitely uh, don't. You definitely don't want to do it on the phone because you know the FBI could be listening. That's right. I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable with what I've said here today. To be honest <laughs> with you. Maybe you could actually, uh, you know, there's the Freedom of Information Act that you, you know you can basically get. Uh, after a certain amount of time, you can get records from the government. Maybe you should see if if there was an FBI file on your grandfather. That would be interesting to read. If there, was I can anything. look that up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a bunch of forms, and it's annoying. But you you seem to get bored at night on the internet. <laughs> why don't you why don't you look it up for me? If you throw me an email to remind me, I will do it. 
Seriously? Sure. You I'm, could always just call your dad right now on the show. Oh, I'm not going to call my father on we this. Have, we have a really bad history of calling dads on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it never works out. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're over one on this. Yeah. And we can't roll the dice a second time. But but that's the, a good point. That one was <laughs> as a doozy. <laughs> that, that puts us in the hole deep. Even, even yeah. if my, we call my dad, it's the greatest phone call ever. Doesn't that just matter. gets us back to zero. At best. If that. If that. Yeah, it would have to be a very good phone call. <laughs> were you were you here for that, Garen? Was that Ukrainian your president? That was, good. that was pre. That was pre you. Yeah. Yeah. And you, but you were here, right? I, oh, I remember yeah, that. Was I definitely was listening. You heard that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was unfair of me. That was me. Yeah, it was, uh, we both got bullied by Mike Sweeney. <laughs> yep. I, let me tell you, made for great radio. Okay. <laughs> it was great to listen Glad to. Glad to hear it. But it was, I'm sorry couldn't for your have misery. Been, couldn't have been more uncomfortable <laughs> in the room. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. great to <laughs> hear. <laughs> didn't, didn't cross your mind to call your son, huh? Or whatever, whatever Mike Sweeney <laughs> said. If people don't know what we're talking about, I don't even know what episode that is. Just look up Mike Sweeney in the archives. Uh, he's his on, first time here. His first episode he was on. And uh, you'll find out that uh, my dad forgot to call me on my birthday. And uh, Mike thought it would be funny to call him and <laughs> call him out uh, on the air about it. This was, uh, hang on, uh, so your birthday is July the 31st. Yep. So this would be like on August 1st or 2nd of right. whatever year that was that we recorded Probably that episode. 2011 or something. You think maybe 2011, right? Yeah, because it was it was definitely at the old studio, and it was sure. before Garen was here. After <clears throat> episode 713, it looks like that's his oh, first. Oh, well, then appearance. that's that's earlier. That'd be 20, 2010. 10 at least, yeah. It, it's it's 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, because Elliot started in what mid season nine. Yeah, but that was what was the first part castathon I did. Oh, I'm thinking of 2010. Well, two, well, you know, well, uh, 2010. What's that? It was August 2010. Yeah. Okay. There you go. The notes on Never Not Fun, Never Not Notes are August 15th, 2010. There you go. Released August 11th, 2010. So about 10 days later than you thought. Hmm. That's interesting. Why would we be talking about your birthday? Did we take a week off or something? Maybe vacations or something? I mean, it probably just hadn't come up until then. Hmm. I'd like to think we took a vacation. Like possibly. I'd like to think that that yeah. was the case. Uh, you were under the weather. <laughs> wow oh that goes it down thank you garen okay that makes sense i feel like you know what's weird other other than your shoulder i feel like you aren't uh, knock on wood you're not as under the weather as often as you used to be does that seem right to anyone well, else? didn't we have to take a week off a few weeks ago for because i was sick did we we did something we well did, i mean we, that migraine thing if it was aside that oh, yeah. that, yeah. that was bananas yeah there was there was something there where was, we had to th i thought we had to throw up a live episode you remember i had to go to i went, had to go to the sweet sweet sugarman Oh, yeah. Do, 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 Never mind. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Maybe I'm but, used but, to it. No, that's it. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. That the windows are bigger uh, yeah, between. The, 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 yeah. the spans of time. Yeah. I mean, there was like two years straight where I think you, I know. you had like a, a sinus infection <laughs> like I, the whole time. I had sinusitis. Yeah. I had sinusitis. Uh, anyway. Agreed. Uh, you know, you, you make some lifestyle changes and it, uh, it fixes. But the shoulder uh, uh, PT, I, I cannot speak highly enough about the uh, physical therapist over at uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Altho Sport. No, <laughs> more about the phys physical therapist. Okay. PT. Uh, my arm is uh, it, it, it only hurts when I put it in a certain position, and it's going to do that the rest of my life because it's arthritis. Does your doctor do the joke, the, the, the old joke? Then don't do that? Don't, yeah. <laughs> well, sadly, I, I got to put a shirt on. So, mm -hmm. uh, thus I start wearing uh -huh. a tank top on this side of the <laughs> side of my arm. 
Uh, uh, that's a look. Which also, by the way, uh, the, the, this week's Jimmy's Records and Tapes is 1981, and I'm wearing a very tight Chicago T-shirt. Oh, yeah. And look, here come the, the tattoos sticking out are very distracting. The, yeah, there was another episode where just a peak of the tattoo is, was peeking this, out. But this, this ain't is, a peak, brother. This is like half the... Half the, the right arm, right? Uh, both. They okay. both they stick out on both. Mm. And uh, boy, I wish you two guys would have told me that while we were shooting. <laughs> Why? It. It's not knows it's you not, have. I hold my. I, I I hide my tattoos and I hold. It's them. not that bad. I hide and hold my tattoos. Should we, should we have had the makeup artist to uh, to put a little cover up on them? I would have. I probably would have put a little makeup on them. It's distracting to me. It's distracting. I'm telling you a very important story about Robert <laughs> Lamb. I cannot have people be distracted by my ink. Mm-hmm. You mean Bob E. Lamb? Bob, Bobby Lamb, Bobby e. Lamb, Robert E. Lamb. Is it Robert E. Lamb? Oh, the most. <laughs> God. If I didn't, I, I did, I, in retrospect, it's like, oh, I guess I did have some OCD tendencies in my <laughs> childhood because I thought it came along much later. But mm-hmm. that is proof that because that I was obsessed about that for several songs. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Garen, good to see you. Happy holidays to you. Same to we you wish guys. you a lot of luck in the coming days. Uh, let's check in very quickly back there with the wild boar. That is our Hello. friend Elliot Hoper behind Video Village. Uh, Elliot, you have a good weekend? Yeah, uh, I did. Uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a fun weekend. Um, uh, friend of the show, Joseph Limbaugh. Yeah, we and, know Joseph. And a fellow who you probably don't know, Paul Hungerford. Um, I would remember that name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they uh, they celebrated their birthdays. Happy birthday. On Saturday. To the Hungerford. <laughs> uh, and uh, and they had a uh, they had a roast. Oh. And I was invited to participate. Like a pork roast or beef? Which one did they go with? Uh, it was like a... I, I really wanted to yes and your joke. And I, I can't... I did not. So they had a, like a, a dais... And then they well, had, uh, yes. I mean, th- yeah. They they sat up on stage. There was a spot to speak, and right. uh, and uh, and, were, and were you one of the speakers? Yes. So you wrote roast jokes. Uh, I so here's the thing. So so Paul and Joseph are both improvisers. Mm-hmm. Paul is uh, sort of the manager of an improv theater here in Los Angeles, the Improv Theater. Uh, and so I knew there would be a lot of comedy folks there. And I don't do stand up, so I was like, mm, roast isn't stand up. It 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 is and it isn't. I mean, you can have like you can have a piece of paper and read stuff off a piece of paper. But you're writing jokes and performing them. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I enlisted the help of uh, also friend of the show uh, Matt Donher. Oh, wonderful! Yes. <laughs> so, um, so in in the end, he wrote plenty of jokes. Uh, in the end, I used maybe a third of what he gave me, and then and then I I put some things in there as well. So you gave you gave Matt some. Uh, uh, history on Joseph, some yep. story, and, 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 and Hungerford. Paul as well. yeah. And so then he came up with some nice tight roast jokes for you? Yes. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. All right. It was we, very nice to do that. We barely, we know Joseph a little. We don't know Hungerford at all. Yeah. Um, can you, without giving us any information about either of them, yeah. give us the best joke that you uh, did? Yeah. Can right. you give us well, a couple of the jokes? Sure. Oh, you brought them. Of course. Perfect. Wonderful. I, I knew I was going to be bringing this up. Uh, so. You know I love roast jokes. That's like right. one of my favorite I formats. I do too. So, so here's here's one uh, that Matt wrote. Um, this is about who? Our friend Joseph. This is, uh, this is about Paul. Okay. And I think oh, I think you'll get everything wait, you need. Hold on, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, can you not tell us who wrote those jokes and let us guess? Do we have time for that? What? I kind of want to guess whether it's an Elliot joke or a Matt. Oh, joke. you wrote some too, Elliot. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've already I've already revealed because I, I wanted him to have credit for this. It's a good joke. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I will try to do that. All right. We'll but, not, but I'm still going to read this. Moving one. forward, we're going to uh, do that. Yeah. Karen. All right. Uh, so Paul has gotten into really great shape, but it hasn't all been from working out. Uh, he's so nice. He's the only man I know who took steroids because he wanted tinier balls. 
And that went over very well. That's a nice joke. Yeah. Uh, I wish a, I knew these people. Yeah. yeah. Here's another one. Paul is one of the nicest guys I know. He's also an improviser. He's so nice. He doesn't do yes and. He does yes, of course. That's a good joke. Yeah. You wrote that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, that one didn't work. I am going to read. Wait, which one didn't work? Okay. Tell us which one didn't work. All right. Uh, I'm not kidding about how nice Paul is. Uh, you know how he got started working out? Juggernaut dropped his helmet and Paul gave it back to him. That's a great X-Men joke. That is if, a you know, if you know X-Men. That's a good X-Men joke? Yeah, yeah. solid. And that, is, and, and, and that is precisely the response that it got was, mm, like, yeah, like, that's Yes, a, we right, all agree I, with we, it. We get that joke. <laughs> now what we're learning about Paul is that he's apparently very fit. Yes, he uh, he worked out a lot. And yeah. nice. Was that a Matt? And nice. He's, and ni- nice. he's nice and fit. No, that one was me. That was you. That yeah. was him. I expect yeah. you to pull out an X-Men reference. Yeah, he there gets it. He understands yeah. Wolverine. Now, this joke probably was the best joke of all of them, and I honestly didn't expect that it would be the best joke. But of all of, uh, you mean of the, the best inter- response, the best response from the audience okay. yeah. from if, during your time, correct? Um, I'm actually going to say maybe the whole time. Whoa! Okay. Oh, th- this joke here. This was this was one of the top in my view. All right, okay. who's this um, about? Uh, so Paul is obsessed with working. Paul is obsessed. Any with, jokes about Joseph? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul is obsessed with working out though, but he didn't join one of those gym cults. Well, he didn't know that he had. He doesn't know that he has. He still thinks he's helping them out with this one idea they have. And when I said that line, the entire place exploded. Okay. All right. Uh, and do you, who do you think wrote that one? You. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, because it's disgust. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. I guess this is really, you got to know this Paul guy to get that. Well, I, here's what I think. I think that, that a lot of the, at least half the audience were his friends from the gym. No, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it. Uh, there were jokes at Jimmy Pardo's roast that uh, if I just read them, you'd go, okay. Yeah. But in the room, you know, the, the place went bananas. All right. It makes me think it really is a cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got us. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Joseph used to work at a casino. I think watching all those people lose money is what inspired him to go into improv. Yeah. Oh, that's a good joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a Matt, that's a Matt Donner joke. That's yours? I believe so, yes. Nice. What do you mean you believe so? You to- either wrote it or you didn't. I, I, I'd have to double check, but I'm almost positive I wrote that. All right. Uh, well, Donahue will let us know. This, fair enough. I can, I can double check myself. All right, give us two more Josephs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, do I love a roast? I really do. <laughs> Me too. Especially when it's done by friends and there's uh, love and stuff. Even, even those comedy center ones that people frown upon, I, I enjoy them. All right. Uh, Me too. Joseph actually has done some TV acting. He played a doctor and a werewolf. I helped him rehearse for the audition. To this day, that's the most believable colonoscopy I've ever had by a werewolf. There Very go. good. That's your, you wrote that one? Nope. Matt Donahue did. Matt Donahue. Although I may have changed a word or two in there, but I... I did you change the funny ones? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Made myself laugh. Uh, okay. Oh, I always like, I get, I like when I get see, a uh, tickle out of something I've said. Uh, Joseph is such a nerd that at his wedding, he and his wife had us dress up with swords and capes. And to kind of let you know, kind of let you in on the type of friends Joseph has, a lot of us already own swords and capes. Mm-hmm. So statement, then, the, then, yeah, then, then now the joke. So you mixed it up. <laughs> so you, mixed it up. <laughs> you know, keep them on their toes. You're smart, right? Set up for the good, better ones. Go on. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's a fine line too. I, I, it is a fine line. <laughs> it's a fine, fine line. And, and I, 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 I am going to assert that I delivered these better. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the yeah, time this well. is a weird situation. Yeah, yeah. To be. Um, all right. Uh, after Joseph got married, he became a family man. What I mean to say is, he totally loves his cat and treats it like his child. He admitted this to me one day while he was breastfeeding it. 
<laughs> Sony. I like it. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's a map. All right. Give me one more. One more. Let's see. All right. I'm going to give you the one that did not go over well. Okay. I thought, uh, thought we had no, a nice example. No, no, no. Those. This is one that, that uh, this, okay. is, this, is, this is the closer. Oh, oh this is the closer. Oh, you, no. This was your closing bit? Uh-huh. Oh, no. All right. But there's a, well, there's a story I'll tell. So uh, Joseph's favorite author is H.P. Lovecraft, whose stories feature rituals, cults, doom, gloom, despair, destruction, madness, and racism. Uh, how did that ritual work out for you, Joseph? Is this the unspeakable horror you were trying to summon? Cthulhu Photogen sounds like one of his tweets. All right. Now, that is the response that I got. Of course, of course it is. So I said, if I may, and again, I, I'm a guy who speaks uh, quite a bit. Uh, there might be about 400 too many words in that joke. <laughs> Fair enough. There was like three setups and four punchlines. <laughs> um, so so uh, I, I ended up going almost last. That was sort of accidental. Um so fortunately, you know, nobody else did the jokes that I was going to do. So that was cool. That's the hard part yeah, about going yes. up late in a roast, man. Yep. Yep. Um, but uh, there had been a lot of references to H.P. Lovecraft and the audience knows who that is and yet still gave that response. Yeah. So here's what I did. I said, you know what? Let me do that again. And they looked at me like, and somebody yells out. Yeah, that helps a joke. <laughs> and I'm like, well, hopefully it will this time. Uh so then I think I, what I did was I said, um, how did that ritual work out for you, Joseph? Is this unspeakable horror of the president, Donald Trump? Is that what you were trying to summon? Cthulhu Photogen sounds like one of his tweets. And then I got a laugh. So that helped. That was, it was not clear that that's what you meant. I did not understand what, you were, what tweets. I thought you were talking about Joseph's tweets. Right. And that made no sense. Or not to me, but so, I don't know him. Yeah. So that, that fixed it enough. Who wrote that one? I mean, obviously, other than nobody, <laughs> other than you just finding words near each other. That was me. Uh, and you thought one of yours should be the closer, not the professional joke writer, Matt Donaher. Um, it's just the way that I because I because the flow that I that I wanted, it worked out that that ended up being the last thing. And I thought that because of the audience that they would I get it. that. Jimmy, you um, always close with Cthulhu. Because <laughs> after that, you've been you've been devoured. If we if we can dissect the frog, when you said, "Is this the horror?" I thought you meant being roasted. Me too. I thought was that too. Oh, interesting. Because that's part of the yeah. No, the, I didn't. I didn't think the format of of roast is boy. This is horrible for you. You're getting yeah. beat up hard, and like that's always a you know thread. what. If, if I had thought of that, that would have been a better joke. Thank you. Well, that's what it seemed like you were doing, which is why the tweet part made no sense to me. Right. No, well, you blew it. You ruined their birthday. <laughs> yeah. And 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 in all honesty, I think I mean there were like I did some things that were puns that were groaners mm-hmm. and, and so forth, but um I think up until that point, except for the juggernaut thing which kind of slid down a little bit, uh it actually went really well. I would imagine. Yeah. So well, congratulations. Um We got mail! Oh. The mail is here. The mail is here. Sixty-nine. Up top, my brother. The mail is here. hair. Okay, so <laughs> Garen's hair gets a little shout out today. It's looking good, Garen. Thank you. All right, still going with the peacock over there, strutting. Look at his hair strut. Mm. Uh, I opened that one first, but I kind of wanted to look at this one first. But uh, got two pieces of mail. Two pieces of mail. One is a uh, comes in box form. The other one is the heaviest envelope you've ever. Uh, and has the handwriting of the Zodiac Killer on the front. <laughs> so is careful. it from Bob? 
Who's Bob? Bob is the name that was on one of those previous oh, mysterious it, things. It probably is from that. Oh, I bet you I know what those are. Where's it from? No, that's from Los Angeles, right? It, it is supposedly from Los Angeles, but I don't know if I can trust this. All right, this one comes. All right, here's our letter. I got my glasses on in case you're curious. Oh, what's Battle the point? Bands. Battle bands. Oh, my God. Yeah. With these battle bands, I finally see what's right in front of me. Uh, Jimmy, Matt, Elliot, and Garan, I, uh, I am following the trend of a typewritten note to save you from the eye strain of trying to read my handwriting. This package is a long time coming, and I feel bad for taking it so long. I don't know what that means. Nobody owes us any sort of package. <laughs> uh, I am not what anyone would call a good gift giver, and I've been trying to rack my brain for months, first before my studio visit, then afterwards as a thank you gift. What? Hmm. So this is somebody that said, oh, this is Jeremy Herbal. Yeah, uh, you know the guy that uh, spent a ton of money on uh, uh, Parkastathon auction to right. sports, sit in sports yes. vile train. So therefore, uh, no guest, uh, no gift would. Uh, first There's of all, no, gift is never necessary, yeah. right? And it's no obligation. You've already done so much. Yes, right, Jeremy. But I finally settled on as a thank you for all the humor that your podcast has brought me over the years. Is something that I feel is absolutely necessary in your hyperkinetic, hyper. I'm sorry, hyperconnected smartphone driven world and that is a spare portable power bank i've included a bank and a wall charger that will rapidly charge the bank via usb-c for each of you wow oh my gosh they should quickly charge any iphone or android phone several times per cycle i carry one of these with me almost everywhere i go and i've given at least 10 of them away to friends here in seattle so i thought why not my hero and the people that bring me so much entertainment week after week Thanks again for fitting me into your schedule in August during my baseball vacation. I'll see the gang at PCAT 2020. Jeremy Herbal. P.S. As I'm writing this and watching episode 25M, Jimmy is lamenting his lack of CD playing equipment at his house, so I am also including... Gee, what the F? <laughs> a gently used USB CD drive that I no longer need. Huh. That is very nice of Jeremy Herbal. That's All right, well, let's take generous. a look. Eh, let's not say thank you until we see what we got here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, like, I like this brand, too. Anchor. Yeah. Uh, they make great cords. Oh, you got the tattoo. So there's an anchor for you. Thank you. I'm going to throw this to you. Uh, uh, this is small too. I like this portability. Somebody, uh, wait, give me that one, Matt. That. Are they all the same? Can we agree those? One is heavier than the other. It's two different boxes. Yeah, they are two different boxes. Oh, do, do we each get two boxes? Because there's the the charger and the oh, battery yeah. itself. Accurate. Well, how do I know what anything is? Well, we each get one of each type of box. Well, I don't know which what. This one's smaller there's than the four, other. There's four of one size and four of the other, so yeah. we each get one of each. These are all the, these these are all the same size. As this one, right? So you get one, he gets I one. <laughs> Doing it, Evan Costello. Will you hand that to Garen? I will. Sir Jeremy Herbal, I cannot thank you. And then here's a slightly well, I guess I got it. Oh, he's got the cord and everything. This is an external ODD and HDD. So this is uh, now I've got OCD. Does that play into this at all? Mm-hmm. Sounds like mine. External. I've got. A, I got external and in, I got a lot of internal OCD. Oh, this guy's got a little bag too. It comes with a little carry pouch. That's a nice looking unit. Can we agree on that? It is gently used. I don't. Uh, there's a rods on. So that just plugs into your computer. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, using the US, uh, USB. Nice. Well, thank you, Jeremy. That's very nice. Look at that. That's nice. That's that's going to look nice on a desk too. Yeah, you could probably plug that right into the receiver. Actually, would you think it would work that way? Not into my receiver. I got a receiver from 1978. Uh, USB on a 1978 receiver? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. This is cool. Mm-mm. No, no, Garen. I mean, this is 
Garen, you've said a lot of dumb things over the years. I'm, I'm just, just trying to that. help. Just trying to give you a but little you, bit you, of But class. you know that's not helping. I'm not using some modern day receiver. I'm using something that was from my childhood. So I bring, it helps bring back the nostalgia of the. It probably sounds a lot better, too. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Yeah. I actually saw a used, a used Ankyo on Facebook uh, Market today for $80. And I was like, you know what? Do I need a second receiver? You know who I don't? I do not need one. I have an Ankyo. Do you really? Mm -hmm. It has a USB input? Mm -hmm. So junk. Yeah. Uh, Ankyo makes good product. Do they still? Oh, wait. Why am I throwing this away? I'm, I'm going to need this to uh, transport all of this home. I would give you guys the box, but I need it because I've got the uh, that, that drive. Good drive. All right. Well, listen. Good Let's stuff. See, uh, how many, uh, what kind of wattage we're dealing with here? Anyone? Do we have a theme song for Matt's glasses yet? Uh, <laughs> uh, now, Matt, as a reminder, uh, this gentleman says that you should get... Um, at least uh, I know it's fast. Obviously, it's it's going to be like probably 100 watts or they should quick charge any iPhone or Android phone, uh, phone several times per cycle. Yeah. Well, no, that's the battery. But then the the bl the brick is also probably high watt. So that it, it's a brick high watt. Here we go. Here's a little manual. This is like. you plug it, plug it, and then you got you got the manual. For that was it. horrible. That's that's kind of stuff that I brought that off book you're, podcast. You're not happy about it that people are raving about. Nobody's raving. People are saying I did a nice job. Not the word rave has never come up. Well, this is cool. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Jeremy, very, very nice of you. Very, very nice of you. Because it's a brick. High watt. You plug it in now. The juice is what you got. Now, see? A little better. Okay. Keep working it. Take two. Keep ready for your second appearance on Offbook. Oh, but you think that'll get it for me? I think that's it. They're they're typing the email right now. Words out. Hey, Paro's on fire over there with the rhymes. We can't let that sneak by. No. Sneak by, slip by. I like this port. I hey, let me see that. Can I see it? Yeah. I got one of them. Boy, that's nice. It's nice and small. I literally just bought an Anchor USB cord because my old one in my car uh, frayed. I got really scared. <laughs> and uh, and so then I got the Anchor, and uh, it's, it's uh, I like their products. Thank you. This is so, like Christmas. This is, we got a little Christmas here. Yeah. You know what? Do, you know what? Do yourself a favor. Box that back up and put it in uh, Lisa's stocking. <laughs> Act like you got it for her. You know what? I'm ashamed to admit that did cross my mind. <laughs> I was like, that's not a good gift for her. She doesn't care. Also, does she listen? To the podcast? Yes, yeah. she does. Does so, Elise listen to the podcast? But that might spoil. That would spoil the... Right. Spoil the she might. Hence she the whole premise of me saying this, Garen. Yeah, I'm just trying. To hey, when the out. guest comes, I'm not kidding. Just say, "Go on in, Mr. Parker's waiting," and then you just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just go back out onto the uh, streets away, there. Out. Uh, I don't know why I missed this. I'm putting all this back. I would too, though, because the you and I both have uh, some U, uh, USB uh, cords and yeah. OCD. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now this is. These feel like magnets. He's feeling mad. Yeah, I think this is going to be our guy who keeps photoshopping weird things and mailing them to us. Yeah. I agree. That said, the, the magnet guy is uh, is not the same as that person. Oh. Okay. Oh, so you think it's the same magnet guy that sent those? I am not saying that. The, the, the other magnet guy comes from Ohio. I want to say. Mm -hmm. Oh, but, uh, we, but we thought the other guy, the, our phantom mailer, was from the Northwest, from Seattle, maybe. I know Jeremy Herbal's from Seattle. Mm -hmm. He just sent us some gifts. True, true. What if they're the same person? Well, it, could, it very well could be. We're bad, the Long Con, huh, Garen? Yeah. What do you think of Jimmy Con? Do you think he goes by the nickname of Long Con? You know? Uh, it depends how big his dick is. Probably long. I gotta imagine he's long. <laughs> I'm sure I, he does. I bet you could find out the answer at Jimmy Con. Where all the Jimmys go. 
took it one step too far, Elliot. That's my job. <laughs> it made sense, and yet everyone got mad at it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, there's no reason. There's no reason None. to have been mad at that. No. None. <laughs> None. No, no, it was. It was just the voice that chose to say it that we instantly got mad because you already said. Something about were you saying Jimmy Con? Like I said a James, James James Con. Con. Jimmy Con. Con. Do you think he has a nickname Long Con? Right. right. And then he said, "Depends on the size of his cock." Because you know. He, but you didn't introduce the idea of a convention for James Con. No. 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 That's why he brought it up. Right. But but his was a nice little double thing where it was like. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, because Jimmy means dick, and so mm-hmm. a, a Jimmy Con would be like a dick convention. Mm-hmm. That's where you go to find out how big Jimmy Con's dick is. I, it's perfect. Everything he said was Why perfect. Why didn't anyone laugh? <laughs> well, Garen doesn't understand comedy. That's A. Sarah B, Koenig. you were busy putting stuff away uh, in a box. Yeah. I just, uh, on instinct, ignore. Yeah. That's fair. I, I mean, mean listen, Pavlov's dogs, dude. You ring that fucking bell, I'm going to ignore. <laughs> that's true. You ignore that bell. Ignore that bell. bell ding, bell. ding. Ignore, ignore that, that bell. bell. Uh, I, I would still like to get uh, Sarah Koenig on the case to do a season <laughs> of cereal based on why didn't we laugh at that. Um, it would be good publicity for us. It yeah. It would be good for us. And, and uh, we'd remind people that she invented podcasting. <laughs> she could good. also get into the, the 7-Eleven sign if she wants to relitigate that. I think we solved it. But, you know. Are she doing a serial season three? I have no idea. Well, I think there was a three. This would be four. Season three was like each. There were like different cases. Yes. They just like hung out in a courtroom and just like talked about different cases that came through. Oh. Look, they got lucky with that first one. People mm-hmm. took an interest. They thought, hey, this is an interesting way to, to live this. And mm-hmm. it, it and same with the Richard Simmons. Like, both of them tried to do it, mm-hmm. uh, do, do that again, and it didn't work. Wait, what was the the second Richard Simmons thing? No, the first Richard Simmons was oh. basically a, a serial type thing. Right, like, right. Oh, I thought you meant that that guy made another podcast. Well, he did. Oh. But I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, is, he, is he on Earwolf? Is it possible that a guy's on Earwolf? The well, second the one? the first one was, or it was on Stitcher. I don't know. Right. If it was Earwolf branded. But I don't know if this, I can't read, that doesn't help me uh, you got to lower them in front of your eyes to see through them. Yeah, you should look through the glasses if you want to see. Uh, so you're saying I lower them? <laughs> Put the back parts over your ears, yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, they, they hold on right there. Like, my ears act as uh, shelves. Yes. That's what ears are called. And the ancient word ear actually is translates roughly to. From shelf? To shelf holder or a glasses arm arm holder. How you doing? <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing to translate directly, but it's the meaning. <laughs> yeah. you, you showed that. Yeah. Uh, handle with care. Do not bend. You got it, buddy. Not going to do it. Looks like you can just peel that off, though. And I'm choosing it to do it the most difficult way possible. I need an actual, and as much as I appreciate the guy that made us a wooden letter opener, yeah. I need an actual one of those cheapo things that a real estate guy gives you where it's a yeah. thing that just goes. Just a metal. Oh, oh, you're talking about those things, yeah. Yeah, that's what I need. I thought you meant like the old school. Looks like a dagger. Well, that's what I have a wooden one. And it doesn't work? But the, with, no, it's not sharp enough. Because it's wood. It needs to be yeah. metal. Yeah, which of course begs the question, how much wood? Don't do it. <laughs> oh, this is the greatest thing in the world. I'm literally, I, I literally just got excited like I was still in in high school and I found this at a record store. Mm-hmm. These are some gentlemen, uh, this gentleman or lady, whoever sent this, these are magnets of uh, the Chicago album covers. Oh, wow. So each one is its own little No, magnet. it's a, it's a I'm, I'm trying to get it out of this. It's like a sheet of all uh, of the albums on uh, one big magnet. Yeah. Or two, God two damn it. Magnets. What the fuck is with this bag? Got it. They're not going to be fresh now. May have acted. Not going to be fresh. You're an idiot. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, you got one through 18 on this one. Can I see it? And then 19 through uh, the most recent uh, Chicago Christmas uh, one on the, you got uh, 88 to 2019 
uh, album covers on there, and then you got the uh, and there's no uh, no uh, letter in this at all. Anything? Uh, uh, hang on, I'm getting two notifications. That means uh, somebody is uh, oh at my front door. I thought it was uh, somebody texting me about our guest. My apologies for looking at my phone rudely. No, there's no note or anything. I this is to Jimmy Pardo from Eric. Am I allowed to say this last time? I guess again. How would you? How, what would you say that? Gerano? Gerardo? Is that an O at the end, or is it a squiggle? What, what would you think that is? I I, I don't. Garagos? <laughs> yeah, it could be Gerardo, Gerardo, or love it, Gerardo, or Herrera? I don't know, man. I absolutely love it. Love it. Put this one here. See, it? look yeah. what I'm doing. That looks good. I'm putting this one on this side. This may be the strongest magnet in the world. And this one goes right there, Elliot. Yeah, I see that. See? Side by side. So they're side by side, but side by side. different doors. Yep. See, so you open up that door, that's your early Chicago. Yep. So when you say to me, hey, where's that thing? I go, oh, it's in the early Chicago. Now you know where to look. Or you go, hey, where's that? At? Oh, it's in the later day Chicago. Nice. Then you look on that side. So you guys, that's the best way to know where we're keeping stuff now, so, guys. So what I'm, what I'm taking away from that is that you now know everything that's in that cabinet. We should ask you. Yeah. <laughs> also, you should probably get a firm handle on early and late Chicago. And then, yeah, you know what? You're going to have to do a little uh, homework on <laughs> yeah. what is considered early and, and late. Yeah. But that's how we're that's how we're going to start knowing where things are around here. Okay. Well, it's the, all going to be according to early or late Chicago. Okay. Well, the, they seem to take it uh, early up to '86. Uh, that is uh, uh, that is correct. So, is that Satara? When did he leave? Satara left. Uh, well, that's through Chicago '18, and Chicago '18 was the first one with Jason Sheff. So uh, Peter was there through uh, through eighty five. Oh, so that so they have one. Uh, it's too bad they couldn't have break. But I understand why. I probably would have broken it down. But but that then it doesn't fit evenly. Um, he, you know what he could have done? He could have opened up one of them into a double album. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, the, oh. Uh, you know, like the, uh, the the chocolate. But what? Yeah. Then the the chocolate bar one is on there. Yeah, but he, he could have opened it up and had it be in the full chocolate bar. So this is the early. That's the early. That's oh, right. Boy, oh boy. boy. Could have also included the. Uh, Chicago Live in Japan, which was a uh, just an import only, but some people uh, uh, folded into that okay. era. So, but again, if you need something, that's how we're doing stuff around here now. <laughs> we're doing it early Chicago, late Chicago. That's where things are. Well, the first like, ask, like Matt, ask me where your camera is. Where's my camera? Look right above uh, old Chicago. Okay, early Chicago. It says beginnings on it. Can we just use that? What does the second one say? Into the now. Into okay. So, so no, we beginnings can't. and into the now. You don't right. like that? I don't like into the now. It uh, seems. Uh, is that a name of a something, a song or something? Well, the name of their most recent album is Now. Uh, the most recent uh, non-Christmas album. They have a brand new Christmas album that uh, I listened to just yesterday. Hmm. It's got beautiful uh, red and white vinyl. So are we interpreting this design as the design that the fan created? We believe that that's the case? What, this person did it here? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it looks okay. to be... Uh, yeah, this looks like it's fan-made. They didn't just buy it from B. Dalton I'm because a, that yeah. doesn't exist. Garen, go get, our guy. <laughs> go get our guest, I think. I think that's what's happening. Or they're they're not out there. Or they're either our guests are either out there, or need that, uh, needs, that needs to answering and they're on their way. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's how we're doing things now. Okay. Got it. Give me another example. Give me to, look for. Ask me about something else. Um, where are the uh, the old release forms? Oh, the old release forms are in uh, into the now. Okay. So, so you do like it? <laughs> well, I don't. I didn't have a choice. Why? You could have said New Chicago. That's what you were going to say before we introduced this new one. I figured if I said New Chicago, you would say, I thought we were doing it to the now. So I, I literally couldn't win for losing. Uh, okay. Garen leaves. Elliot took down a camera. Like, all right, yeah, he's done. Yeah. <laughs>
Do right. you think this is it? You think it's over? Yeah. All right. Now, uh, uh, all right. Well, thank, well, thank you to Eric. That I, I truly am uh, very uh, flattered that you sent the, that gift. Very, very nice. You did get genuinely excited. I did. I got. Yeah. Like I, if I was in still in high school and I walked into a record store and saw those, I would yes. How much? Mm-hmm. And then put them on my refrigerator and then have my mom wonder, why is that muddying up our kitchen? <laughs> right. Why do I have to look at your stupid band covers? <laughs> you can't find it. one piece of metal in your bedroom other than the handcuffs on the uh, headboard. <laughs> I used to bring girls back and handcuff them in my parents' home. <laughs> I don't For sexual it. pleasure. I, I understand. but We get, we get it. I don't. You know, consensual. It's not like I'm not keeping somebody as a okay. hostage. Seems- do you give them the keys? So they can have the keys in their pocket. There's always the safe word, oh, and, there, and as a reminder, there's safe words in here. Into the now, beginnings, <laughs> and into the now. All right, there we go. Craig Ferguson just walked in with his beautiful head of hair, and uh, no, we don't, we don't do that yet. Yes, we, no, we don't do it yes, yet. We do. My, do, give me a little. There's look, rules Jimmy. on shows. No, Sit. Jimmy, come on, buddy. No, you hate it. I do hate I'm, it. Go, I, 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 I do hate it. Why? I don't. Come here. Come here. Come on. I'll do it now. We always hug. All right. uh, <laughs> I don't want you to feel like I'm getting in your space. Too much. Garen, did you, Are you busy doing something? Did you acknowledge that we're recording, Garen? Did you yes. tell Craig that we're on the air? Yeah, well, you, you know what? This isn't you in your about. basement. Sorry, sir. We have no, not yet, you dick I, I, suck. I, I, Sit down <laughs> and quit interrupting. You just call me a dick suck. Yes, I did. Oh, this Again, man, this isn't you, you avoiding your family in a fucking basement studio. This is legit. <laughs> this is how, this is, I don't know who your guy is oh, there. Oh. You got some entourage in case I get. You Be get Jimmy, come on, Too mouthy. Look at now. Is that Brian? Yes. Hi, Brian. Brian Adams, of course. You remember him from the, uh, he hears this joke every day, yeah. all the hits that he wrote and sang in the 80s. Yes. That's right. Every, you got to hear that joke every day, I imagine. Every day. Look at Brian. What a handsome guy. Yes. Serious follow-up. You guys been banging around out in the car at all? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Is that why you relate? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm sorry we're late. It just, things got crazy. Of course they did. He's you know, handsome. Did, You've got that parking. hair. You know, we did some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you pull up par- to the bumper. That's what we were doing. Yeah, like Happy Days parking. Yeah, that's right. Happy Days parking. Right? You're out in Arnold's parking lot. Mm-hmm. Making out. Things right. got a little crazy. Went a little more Grace Jones than Happy Days. I think you know what I'm saying. Did you guys, uh, <laughs> go a little bit, did you guys have uh, Happy Days in Scotland? No, we only had a potato, Jimmy. <laughs> Get on with this shit, and then I'll come in and talk to you when you're doing your top of the show. Oh, I'm a professional. Let's start with a song. Okay. Oh, all of a sudden, somebody's defensive because I call him out on his bullshit. <laughs> all of a sudden, somebody gets defensive. All right, Craig Ferguson is here. We obviously can't have the nice chit-chat, the cross-talk that we usually have at the top. Somebody's in a hurry. we got to get to another one. Adam Carolla's waiting. No, no, I've done that already. Oh, d- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan's waiting. Not doing that one. Why not? He wouldn't have me. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> Mention chemtrails. You're in. <laughs> is he a chemtrail guy? I don't know. That's unfair. Probably yeah. very unfair of me. I don't know. I don't think. He doesn't strike me as a... As a Conspiracy theory guy? No. Brian would get along with him. They seem to both like MMA. I think, I, I think he went out with Joe before he and I started going out. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Jesus, where's Brian's sunglasses? They're right up on top. Okay. Oh, All right. Oh, okay. All right. Just was worried. All right. Craig Ferguson is here. He's taking time away from uh, uh, his. Uh, it streams, but where is Hobo Fabulous? I know. It, I just put it on, on my Fire Stick, and then it finds what, yeah, whatever it's, platform. It's on your Fire Stick. It's, uh, you know, it's on the, the Amazon and the Crackly and the Zippy and the Bingo and all <laughs> okay. that shit. Okay, but it's, is Amazon where it really lives? Yeah, it lives there. iTunes, well, is it on iTunes? Uh, yeah, iTunes, Apple TV, Apple TV Amazon. Amazon. Spectrum, no, so you just search for it. Dish, Wait, surgical boot. No, the. <laughs> <laughs> And the beauty is each episode is only two ninety nine. So if you're looking okay. for is your paid really? content. Is it really? Yeah, you got to pay for it. 
I think if you wait like a couple of months and then it's free. Yeah, but then it's not uh, timely. It's not timely anyway. I shot it last year. Stop trying to oversell it. <laughs> watch it if you watch. Don't if you don't. And if you can, and if you don't want to pay two ninety nine to watch an excellent piece of quality television, I understand. Uh, I I paid for it. Did you really? I was sent a link, but I didn't want to watch it on my computer, so I uh, you watched it. it on the big screen. I did watch it on the big How screen. Look. Uh, it's called, I, be I, honest. I got a 13-inch black, uh, black and white that is just, the picture is fantastic. 13-inch black and white? It's beautiful. We got the antennas. I, I got a flip phone. I know where you're going. So you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. All right, Craig Ferguson is here. Brian Adams is also here. He's taking time away from doing suck songs. Uh, so we got a lot going on. He's we'll, got a Prince shirt on, which I can only imagine is to counterbalance the name. <laughs> like to say, look, I understand my name is Brian Adams, but I like good music. As Here's a reminder, Prince. I love Brian Adams. I know you do. And I, and I don't mean this guy. I barely know this guy. <laughs> right. I like. I think you'd like him, too. I mean, you think I would like this guy? I know about you and what you like. Yes. You know what I mean? Physically. I think you I think you guys would get along. Let me ask you a question. So you got a good singing voice? Yes, he does. You got a good voice, Brian? Yeah, he does. Apparently. Yes, he does. You ever do karaoke? Of course. What's your song? Uh, I like uh, Creedence Clearwater, Proud Mary, the, that version. Yes, of course. Uh, that's the, the original. Oh, over the Tina Turner? Yeah. Over the Tina Turner, exactly. Hmm, interesting. Left yeah, a good a job in the city. Do a little something. Do a little bit. Yeah, you, you, do you, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he already said we're not plugging the uh, special. Let's do anything else then. Yeah, that's, that's uh, right. I, mean, I don't know. I don't care. All right. Uh, Brian Adams is here. He's also brought along Craig Ferguson. <laughs> uh, Craig used to have a late night show, and then a skeleton scared him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back right after that. Um, now listen, you guys keep your mouth shut about this, but uh, my wife is getting a pair of Raycon earbuds. Oh, for Christmas! Happy holidays! Wait, to her. when does this come out? Will this come out? This uh, comes out before Christmas. Oh boy! But she's behind on episodes. She's behind, so that's so our. I that's, think we're okay. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. She won't hear this till after Christmas, unless she jumps ahead. She won't jump ahead. She uh, does not care for Craig Ferguson. <laughs> she barely cares for me. <laughs> you kidding me? Anyhow, yeah. that's how much I like the Raycons. Is that I like my uh, yeah. mine. You like yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see. Danielle was uh, recently saying I need to get some new headphones, and I was like, uh, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm kind of slow boating her on some information so that she yeah. doesn't buy any, mm-hmm. and then I could. Uh, uh, well, I did. I you bought them. I used it. What I did, Matt, is I went to bl- uh, buy Raycon. B u y r a y c o n dot com slash pardo and that got me a 15 percent discount nice yeah they came right to the house fantastic right and then uh, a mark box so she wasn't on the wiser. even if they're marked she doesn't she's not yeah she's just like oh jimmy bought another oh, pair of here, earbuds this idiot <laughs> buying more nonsense you're the only guy who if there was a earbud of the month club you would sign up for it <laughs> <laughs> confirm <laughs> and uh, hopefully they'd all be by raycon hopefully raycon right. would put out 12 different models that'd be nice because uh, i got i do have the e50s and then uh uh, which are great. Yes. Uh, but I will admit that for my ear, the E25 fits my ear a little bit better. God, they're nice. The, you don't even know they're in there. No, you don't, do you? Boy, the it's E25. Magic. Uh, listen, they've got six hours of playtime. I'm talking specifically now about the E25s. Seamless Bluetooth pairing. The most seamless pairing I've ever had with earphones. Yeah. Uh, earphones, ear, headphones, earbuds. Yeah, it's great. I you could just, combine both. You can honestly just, uh, if you were listening to something, you put them away you go about your day, and then the next day you put them back in, and you just press the button on the thing. It'll start playing the thing, the last thing you listen to. Which I don't even I love. have to press that button; it just goes. Well, no, they connect, but you press the button to, to oh, start to start playing the the last thing you listen My to. My apologies for not understanding. Which is very convenient to me. Uh, well, it's a compact design; gives you a nice noise isolating fit. They uh, are so comfortable, perfect for on the go, taking phone calls. Unlike other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. No dangly wires or stems. Dangling wires, stems. Mm-hmm. Uh, no stems, no seeds, right, Jimmy? <laughs> 
potheads. <laughs> the company, I gave a take to the camera for those that are just listening. Uh, the company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities uh, like Jimmy Pardo, Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Matt Belknap, Brandy, and J.R. Smith are obsessed with their Raycons. Wait a minute. Oh, well, that's why Snoop loves them. No stems, no seeds. That's, a, that's, that's his line. That's the only reason I know that lingo. Oh, is that true? That's the only reason? Yeah, there's a, there's a Snoop Dogg song where he says, oh. no stems, no seeds, no whatever. I forget how it all goes. I want to say it was a T. Growing up in the 70s, I want to say it was a T-shirt of oh, some yeah. sort. I do remember a lot of the burnouts around school saying it. And uh, I, of course, distancing myself and putting on my Chicago album. <laughs> uh, who, by the way, we're also doing drugs. So yeah. it's, it's not they like they were a clean cut band. Right. Yeah. Uh, pick up a pair for yourself. Talking now again about the E25s by Raycon. Uh, I love the Raycon. Matt loves the Raycon. Now again, to repeat, it's the best time to get one. Hey, Fit- let's, let's sing the Raycon uh, Bluetooth Connect song. Ready? Three, two, one. You go ahead one. and do it. Raycon. That's what it does when they connect. Oh, boy, it is a nice sound. Uh, now is the time. You get 15% off at buyraycon.com slash pardo. That is buyraycon.com slash pardo. You're going to get 50% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. That is buyraycon.com slash pardo. Raycon. Better way to listen. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2520. Am I right? Yeah. 19, 2019. 2,520? No, it's, epi- it's season 25, episode 19. So how many shows is that? We're coming up on 1,000, I believe. Yeah. Shut the front door. Really? Yeah, absolutely. This, I, It's gone so fast. I mean, you know I, I listen to every one. <laughs> you thought there were 2,500 two seconds ago. Yeah, well, they go so fast. That's true. Right? Yeah. Hard to I, right. <laughs> uh, Craig Ferguson is here. He's taking time away. He's got a brand new special. Uh, uh, if I may, you uh, you spent a lot of time talking about how you're not going to do a new special. That's right. Yet you're doing a new special spread over like six episodes. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this concept. I lied. Okay, for attention. <laughs> I see. Yeah, so I lied mm-hmm. to spin the story in my favor. Yeah, well, it worked. Yeah, it, that's why people do it. Yeah, that's why people <laughs> do it lie. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I, I, do you feel when you talk to a journalist under any obligation to tell the truth? Oh, I do. Yeah, I'm pretty Fuck forthcoming. No, no, no. What are you hiding? Why do you have to lie well, to the journalists? And I just lie and manipulate and steer them in the direction I want to go. But what does that do? How does that benefit you? In a, in a, in a. Well, if it doesn't benefit me, I won't lie. I see. But if it does benefit me, I'll lie. So, like when you say in your special, I'm, I, I, I like Drew Carey. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that was a lie there when I said that was ah, a lie. Because your voice I, went up. I, yeah, that's right. And then my thumbs popped out of their sockets, <laughs> I did. which is a tell during poker. That's a bad tell. If you're, if you're playing poker with someone and their thumbs pop out of their sockets, yeah, fold. That's a bad uh, They're bluffing. They're bl- but then don't fold. They're nah, bluffing. I was lying. See? Yeah. You see, my thumbs are still in my sockets. I've never heard this thumb socket uh, business before. Well, that's why uh, you don't. Did you play poker? I can play poker. Okay. I yeah, don't have to say it like I was insulting you. <laughs> you can play. Uh, I can play poker. I don't play poker because I'm a genius. Very I, defensive. Like, yeah. I, who said I couldn't play it? I can yeah, play yeah. it. I know how. I know Drew Carey, did Drew Carey say I couldn't play poker? I What's Carey saying? He's saying you can't play poker. Okay, Brian Adams walking back in. Yeah, Brian coming back in with a caffeinated beverage from the place around the corner. They, uh, yeah. We don't drink coffee on this show, but we're told it's the best coffee in the city. Well, I, I have to say, I saw the coffee shop. Is it okay to say where we are? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's the name of the coffee shop, Brian? It's M Coffee. M Coffee. Uh, but is it, that what it's called? M Street. Yeah, M Street. M Street. M Street Coffee. All right. So I haven't tasted their coffee yet, but I will when it cools down a little. It seems a little yeah, you don't more want suit uh, <laughs> temperature right now. Last thing you want to do is singe the tongue. I don't want to singe the tongue or scar my lap. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. 
I, that have happened before. I you, scarred you've my had lap. it as well, like the McDonald's lady. No, I had someone from Scandinavia work for me, and we got into a duel, <laughs> and I my sword uh, went down his cheek, and I scarred my lap. Brian, everything was going smoothly until you came back. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Somehow the energy you brought back into this room yeah, has weird, ruined Brian. everything. He was Brian. fun. He was charming. Yeah. And now you made me tell the story about when I scarred. See, people from Lapland are called Laps. See, I don't know that. Yeah. But see, if you'd have known that, that would have made sense. You know who else knows that? Nobody. Except for your little weird circle of people. You're fucking lying. Do you know anything your about Lapland? Just, your thumbs just popped out of your Look, circus. They've never been, they've been more solid. Uh, you got nice hands. <laughs> Not not one day of work. Not, yeah, you have one day you have of big work. hands. No, I do not. Yeah, you do. No, you don't know. Proportionally what. to the size of the rest, of you they're big. They're no. like hands from a full grown man. I could tell you. I, I'm saying that I think that you probably are very well endowed trouser wise. Uh, Matt, will you please explain to Mr. Ferguson uh, <laughs> my running joke about my penis? Uh, yes. Yeah, we have a thing when I never, ever any, anyone says that's uh, what is that eight inches? He says, "All oh, right, it's like four of my cocks." So it's a uh, oh, you you can I, deduce from that. It's the double bluff. <laughs> it's oh. the double bluff because you're happily married and you don't want people chasing you around, <laughs> but you actually have a cracker of a penis boy do i like a real prize winner i like wish a, i was doing the double bluff uh no i think you have you got the confidence of a man with a big old wang i got the confidence <laughs> of a man with a big old wang without the big old wang are we allowed to say wang in 2019 sure why not? i don't know yeah See, wang chung today wang chung everybody everybody get, everybody get fucked up tonight or whatever that song was <laughs> i can tell you it's not that yeah everybody get, get fucked, fucked up, up tonight, tonight. <laughs> right everybody fucked God, up tonight <laughs> wang chung we can dance if we want to and fuck you if you don't you know remember these guys that's a different band oh sorry same period though wasn't it it's not all bay city rollers we have other music <laughs> oh man See, that's a you're, a ra- you're a racist man oh just a bigot. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, here's my favorite part about Craig Ferguson, episode one of his new show, uh, yeah. Hobo Fabulous. Uh, guess who gets a credit? Craig, don't give it away. I don't know. Guess who gets a credit in the end credits of this show? And if you can guess, I'm very serious. Oh, if boy. you can guess it, anybody in the room guesses it, I will give you $40. Whoa! If you can guess it. Brian, you're, you're included as well. Can we ask? Uh, Brian like, works there. You can't ask a single word. Can't ask I also questions. don't know. I genuinely don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> okay. So I, I don't look at the credits. All right. If you, it, if you don't know, you are, uh, you're also, I'll give you 20. I've got to guess. These guys get 40. Because well, you're involved. So somebody in the credits. My guess is Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, okay. Is that seriously your guess? That's my guess. I'm, I'm guessing that's wrong because I'm a Republican. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, not yeah. in an American sense. Right. I see. Yeah. Well, along those lines, I'm going to say Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump? Yeah, sure. No, I, I, that's not true because I'm a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> We're confusing that it's yeah, called Republican. Yeah. I don't want to alienate any of my fan base. Yeah. Um, Larry David? Larry David. Larry David. I don't even things. know Larry David. What the hell is wrong with you? What <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird agenda are you pushing? Uh, I, I is he not running? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Is he not running? Hey, um, for presidents, Larry David. Larry David. Oh, let's turn the mic off over there. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's make sure Brian, Brian, you must know who who who's in the credits. Who then? gets a credit? It's the oddest credit at the, the end of a credit. comedy show. Uh, credit my dog and my dog get a credit. I was gonna say maybe the dog. Yeah. yeah. Tattoo artist. Oh yeah. Your tattoo yeah, artist yes. gets a credit at the oh. end of a comedy you know, show. You have to do that. What do you mean? If you want a discount? No, 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 no. You don't have to do that. Yes, legally you do. Why? Because. Oh, because you're showing their art? Because you're showing the imagery. You have to get the permission of the tattoo artist and give them a credit. You watching a movie where uh, there's anyone who's tattooed in the movie, you will see the credit. 
I get, my apologies for wow. not knowing that. Yeah. What if you got a tattoo when you were like 18 from some random place? And then you, then you got to try and figure out who it is. Wow. I have to rough. find my tattoo guy then? I, don't, I wouldn't find that guy <laughs> well, that was a, for a million dollars. Well, where's the tattoo? I'm not, it's about two inches long, my tattoo. <laughs> so that should give you a good idea. Do you really have a tattoo on your penis? No. <laughs> Who the fuck would do that? I'm sure somebody has, but you, could you imagine the pain? You, your thumbs are still in your sockets. You do have a tattoo. <laughs> I can't imagine the pain. You, got, you have a number of tattoos. I could do. you imagine getting one there? Let's say, no, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have to be erect the entire time they're doing it is the question. No, oh. but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's either going to shrivel up in your, in your stomach it's run or away. it's going to be erect yeah. the entire time. Right. Yeah. It's good if you have a team working. Like oh, some, I somebody to do the writing and someone to keep everything moving. A you, fluffer. You yeah, got yeah. a fluffer, a tattoo fluffer. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I would imagine. <laughs> I don't have a tattoo in my penis. Oh, my thumbs! Ow! <laughs> I don't understand this stuff thing at all. And it could end any time. <laughs> You're some, saying it as if anyone's thumbs have ever popped out. I don't even know what that means. What would it look like? Son, you got to get out more. <laughs> you got poker <laughs> chips right there, right yeah, next to your computer. That's right. We we do gamble on the show, but we not. we don't play bit. poker. We just bet on things. All right, then. So maybe later. You're a card player. You play poker. No, I don't. Actually. No, I just brought it up for her. <laughs> I don't know. I was just lying. <laughs> no, uh, I never, I've never been into gambling. I couldn't. I you don't like gambling at all? It doesn't fit with my mindset for some reason. I think it's something to do with Scottishness or show business. It's like I give you money and you might give me some back, mm-hmm. but you might not. No. It just seems <laughs> fucking stupid. You don't me. like the chance. But the, 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 the adrenaline of getting more money is exciting. Oh, are you okay? That was your thumb popping out of your So what you're saying is the, so it, it is not fun. exciting. Uh, uh, no, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a downer, in fact. <laughs> no adrenaline. Oh, that hurts. I, I, yeah, sorry, man. Um, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care for adrenaline, actually. You don't like it at all? You don't, no. you never drink a Red Bull? You never drink a Fuck, monster no. drink? No, no, I, no, sir. Why is that bananas, but the coffee's okay? Natural? Yeah, and uh, it's organic. I mean, I've taken heroin. <laughs> you have, right? Not today. <laughs> it's been, what, 25 years? 27 and, since heroin, longer. Uh, like, it's over 30 years since I... But you're sober 27 years. 27, nearly 28. Congratulations. Actually. Thanks very much indeed. But uh, you did heroin in your younger days. Well, I did it if it was around. I didn't go looking for it. Huh. But, you know, I, I, I ran with a crowd where there was it a was chance a- it was going <laughs> to show up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did heroin and cocaine. And I didn't do ecstasy because it wasn't invented. Okay. Isn't that weird? Like, I did acid, but I didn't... There was other drugs like meth, no... Because meth wasn't around, but amphetamine sulfate, yes. Mm. But I don't think people do that anymore. I, I can't keep up. With I don't kids know kids and their drugs today. Uh, do you, do you, it's not my business. Do you still go to meetings and such, or you're you're fine? No, I I I still attend to my condition. You do, yeah. And that includes <laughs> drinking as well. Were you? Uh, do you I was, drinking was my thing. It I was, was really my thing. More, I think more than the heroin. Yeah, heroin was uh, well, cocaine. I did more than heroin, but I always thought cocaine was kind of like a vitamin. Uh, <laughs> that, pick me up. Yeah, that it stopped you blacking out. 
So you were still an asshole, but you remembered it and you knew who to avoid the following days and weeks. <laughs> As opposed to just drinking, As what, you don't like, remember. You, you could walk into a bar that you'd been in the night before and people were like, there he is, get him! But if you're right. taking cocaine, they'd be like, hey, and I'd be like, hey, you were crazy last night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Colin Hay from Men at Work? Do you know Colin? I've met him. You're a wonderful uh, man. Yeah, he was very, I think he was on the late night show some years ago. I would imagine. Yeah, very nice, as I recall. He's got a line in one of his songs uh, about being sober and saying, uh, I'm paraphrasing about, uh, it's nice not drinking, I can leave the party early or at least with no regrets. Yes. And I think it's such a perfect line for because I'm sober 20 years now. Oh, wow. And, really? Do you uh, still attend to your sobriety? I, I do not uh, in that way, no. I don't go okay. to meetings. I, All right, well, if you're, uh, if you're cool, you're cool. I'm cool. I don't uh, need a cult. I, uh, I'm 100% kidding, please. 100% kidding. Uh, way to show gratitude what, to the people that picked you out of the fucking sewer of your own you illness. Need. I 100% yeah, agree, yeah. 100%. Uh, anyway, I thought that was a great... That's a, to me, that, that line... Uh, resonated quite a bit to me because yeah. that it would be every time after a party I would be like who the fuck do I have to call who do oh, I, I know, have to call I know, I know. or am I going to get a call and you're like dude you really did you ever do the class A's did you ever do the the uh, the cocaine I didn't heroin's? do anything I just drank uh, really? not even marijuana I just I just drank are you a very religious person or something mm. okay I have a thing this is going to and I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth about following the law yeah. And so everything was illegal except drinking. Now, that said, I would drive home from the improv to the valley, hammered out of my head. Yeah, that's that's breaking so, the law. I'm yes. dangerous. See, like, I never Ridiculous. drove when I was on heroin. But you can't. You're under a viaduct all, you know, curled up. <laughs> that's where I park. <laughs> I park under the viaduct. No, I, I don't want to give the impression I was a junkie. I wasn't. I would do drugs if they were around. I had no right. problem with it. But I think the difference between a junkie and an alcoholic, there's... There's a number of differences, but one is if I'm in a bar and somebody says, hey, uh, I've got heroin, I'd be like, great, let's do it. But if I'm in a bar and somebody says, hey, do you want to go over to this guy's house? He's got heroin. I'd be like, the bar's open. Uh, right. I'd, I'd say, well, he'll sell his heroin. I said, well, if he's got any kind of entrepreneurial spirit, he'll come to the fucking bar and say, oh, here, I'm not leaving a bar on the off chance there's heroin. Right. And that's what I think makes me a good old fashioned alcohol. Yeah. Whereas a junkie would leave the bar looking for the hair. Let's go. Yeah. And so that's it's just choices that you don't have because you're powerless over the substance that's kicking your ass. 100%. Yeah, I think so. Did you, are any of your tattoos, and you don't have to answer any of these, are any of them cover-ups for where you would... Uh Oh, I, I never did. I never shot anything. Oh, how would you do heroin then? See, this is how dumb I am to wow, heroin. Wow, you don't have to shoot heroin. It. You don't put it in your between you, your toes. You, no, you can snort it. You can. I feel don't like say snort it. Like you're the king of the fucking. Yeah, I've seen movies of the Mr. underground, Mister Drugs. <laughs> I've never done it either, but I've seen movies. I know yeah, how people. I, snort what we heroin. used to do, we used to do this thing called chasing the dragon. Yeah, and you get a little straw and, you, and silver uh, for. I don't want to actually instruct people how to do it, <laughs> well, but basically you inhale the smoke off. You know, so you've oh, seen that, that in movies too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I cook it, it, I do cook it in yeah, and inhale yeah. the smoke. Yeah, so it's it's you know there are many ways, and I'm glad I didn't you know inject heroin because I you know the only time I really did heroin was in New York in the 1980s. Now I don't know if you know, but there was a huge disease attached to it. Yes, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I, did you hear about that? I did hear about it back whoa, then. Yes. Whoa! I was like, luckily that's all cured, like all uh, diseases. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, talking about AIDS, Karen. <laughs> Not familiar. Oh, it's a disease that went around your community. Oh. Yeah. Well, are you a junkie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at his hair. Yeah. 
You know, I I, I gotta say I like your hair because you gotta. Is it okay if I mention your the color of your hair? Well, yeah. We're on I think camera. It's a secret. Uh, it is a secret. No. <laughs> All right. So it's blue, mm -hmm. blue hair. And whenever I was looking, when I was looking for a school for my kids when they were young, I would always look. If there were no kids with blue hair in the school, I'm like, yeah, I don't want. To, I don't want my kid going here. Really? You, you <laughs> yeah. enjoyed seeing the kids with the colored hair because they, yeah, they, they, they were accepting. If, the, if there are kids with blue hair in the school, the school's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I can, I can kind of go along with that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good rule. Right? There's uh, shows creativity, uh, uniqueness, individuality, and acceptance. The, and the school acceptance. Accept, yeah, the, the, school, the school's okay with it, yeah. yeah. Now, you've got two kids, right? And two boys. And uh, Milo is your oldest. Yeah. Man. And he is what? I'm going to say 18? Yeah, Jimmy, it's like you know me. Is, am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm going to say Liam. Yes. Is, and I'm just going to guess, because I met Liam at your house once. Right. But I'm going to guess he's now nine? Well, this is freaky. Wait, am I right about it? Any of yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right. I've never been more happy. And, in my and his thumbs yeah. are intact. So yeah, yeah. No, you're wow. right. Wow. I've never been more excited about getting now, something right. How many kids do you have? One. And what age? He's 12. Oh, so you're just about to begin the teenage adventure. Yes, 13 fathers. 12. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not <laughs> that. People like to try and scare you about your kids when they're teenagers. It's not, it wasn't that bad. Uh, it, it, based on what I know about your children, about, about Milo, because the mm. other ones. Milo's very uh, cool. Yeah. He, I think my son Oliver is going to be just as cool because yeah. I don't see him. Something would have to go really wrong for mm. him to then change his personality and tell right. me to go fuck myself and then go a whole different path. Exactly. And, and Liam, who's nine has already told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> so I think it hap if it's going to happen, it happens. Mm -hmm. It happens early. Uh, but I, I was... I felt sympathetic because I think being a teenage a teenager is very difficult. Mm -hmm. But he was he was very cool and he rolled his eyes at me a few times sure. during that period. But he seems quite happy now and he's in college and it's like I I miss him. You miss him? Oh, like crazy! You like you wouldn't believe. We were just talking yesterday, my friend Kyle and I, about uh, we know somebody who uh, they are living uh, by coastal. Mm. The wife and kids are in New York, and this person's here for business Ooh, for tough. six months at a time, Oof. and then they go, "Well, we Facetime every Sunday for a couple." It's like if I didn't get to touch my son, no. and I, I don't mean that in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. No, you no. know, just the contact, like. Every day, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to earn a living, and I'm you know right. I'm sympathetic on but, the road, but but I I couldn't do that. I mean, even like on that that tour that I was that I filmed for that thing, it, you know, I it's built so that two weeks and then I go home, and I'm home for two weeks, and then I go back out yeah. for two weeks, and then I couldn't stay out away from my kids for too long. It's bad. It's but bad sounds like a moral judgment. I I, just, I don't mean that. I just I'm glad I don't have to do it. Yes, me too. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. And I and I'm with you. I understand it. You have to make a living if that's how it's got to be for now. So yeah. be it. But I don't. I know that I would just have an empty knot in my stomach, uh, not being yeah, able to be around my son. Well, you know what's interesting is that I was talking about this to someone the other day. That I they were asking me why I ended up doing the late night show because I'd been working on independent movies and and doing bits and pieces and I had a kind of eclectic career you know a, a life that was somewhat artistic but very nomadic you know very out of town you're out mm -hmm. of town for six weeks shooting a movie or you're with someone else and doing something <clears throat> and what I what I was going through at the time that late night turned up I was going through a divorce which I don't know if you've ever done that it's nope. very expensive it's a very expensive a hobby and, and you're talking to a guy that likes to fly airplanes <laughs> and divorce is more expensive okay. than airplanes um, and um, 
and my son was young. Milo was young. He was only two. I thought, I need a job that pays really well and I don't leave town. And that day, when I had that thought, my agent called me up and said, and they're trying to have people for this late night show. You're interested in this shit. I was like, yes. Yes, I am. Yes, yes, I am. Right. I've never wanted a job as bad in my life as that one. I, I mean, I, should, I was on time. I had my hair combed. I was fucking whatever I fucking needed to do to get that gig. Did you get it? No. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that had to be I, crushing. I, I've been out of town making independent movies <laughs> oh, the last boy. 20 years. That's a shame. Yeah. Well, good luck. There's other things that will happen. <laughs> uh, well, good luck. <laughs> you uh, bastard. Well, I'm fun. <laughs> I, uh, of course, I had the pleasure of being on the, the Late Late Show. Yeah, today, uh, I remember that set. Yeah, uh, set. That was, uh, I will say, my best uh, late night set. I think so. Yeah, you were good. Uh, and it was uh, the vibe in the room was great that's why and I know you guys went through that phase that I and I'll just I don't think you'll mind me saying this now uh, that you would sometimes tape six comics in one setting and then right. drop them in episodes you're right that's right and I refused to do that I said Good if I'm going to do it I'm going to do it as part I want him to introduce me right. and I want him to walk over and shake my hand when I'm done no that meant that you didn't do it until we were in the big studio I can't answer that. I don't know the size of the Well, studios. what happened was the reason we did that was not oh, because... Oh, there's a reason for this. Okay. Oh, yeah. There was, it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be an asshole to the comics. What it was was that the studio that we made for the first seven years we were doing the show, the studio was so small that my desk and a comedian couldn't get in at the same time. So in order to shoot a comic, we had to move the desk out the way mm. and shoot it, make it look like there was the a set. Right. There wasn't a set. Wow. So we the so that was why we didn't have comedian like me walking over and shaking the comedian's hand. Interesting. And then when we moved to the bigger studio, it was easier. So because the comedian sense. was right there, you could walk over. Karen, look up when, when did I do crazy? I want to say 2010. That would be right. Is that be right? That would, that would be right. Yeah. So you you didn't just take over Kilborn's space? I did. Yeah. Well, he had room for the comic and the desk. Why did? Well, how big is your desk? You couldn't. Oh, shit, you caught me in a lie. <laughs> Look at the thumbs. Yeah, you caught me. I lied to you. There's right a lot there. of bullshit now. Yeah, it was a fucking lie. No, it's not a lie. I know it's not. It's not a lie. We used to pre-tape a lot of comics. Yeah. And it was to do with moving the desk. But I don't know how Kilborn did it, but. I did it on his desk. <laughs> I would do the stand-up on his desk. Which yeah. I thought was very bizarre, but th- there was very limited space. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Then you, when when did Jimmy do that? I'm going to say 2010 is my guess. Looking it up as we speak. I want to yeah. say I did it in the break between because uh, I worked at Conan for a long time. That's right, that, and that made things politically difficult for you to be on the show because I remember asking for you earlier. Yes, that's true. You know, and and when Conan and I were head to head, Conan and I never had a problem. Is never a thing, but right. But the producers would always like, well, he can't do that and do that. And like, I remember Andy Richter couldn't be on the show for ages. And Andy wasn't even doing Conan's show at the time. Right. The producers were like, you can't have Andy on. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? It doesn't make any sense. It, ever. Yeah. Ever. But what, you know what? I think all of that has gone away. I don't think that exists anymore. Right. Now. But it, that used to happen in late night all the time. I couldn't do... Like, I remember... Sarah Silverman couldn't do my show when she was going out with Jimmy. Not because of her, because of people in my outfit were saying, let's not have her. Oh, I don't know what it was. It was fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they could have been lying to me. That happens occasionally in show business. You think people are uh, keeping the truth from you? Sometimes that happens, particularly if you're the host of a show. Uh, keep think, him at arm's length. Let's yeah, keep him safe and Don't tell him anything negative mm-hmm. about anything ever. He looks great. He's lost a little weight. <laughs> and, I mean, it's so fucking twisted. Yeah. It's bad. It'll make you crazy. I'm very glad I don't have to do that anymore. You are. Oh, yeah. Jeez. 
Did you find out when he was on yet? 2006. I was on Craig Ferguson in 2006? Late, late show, Craig Ferguson, 2006. Stop. I wasn't even on in 2006. <laughs> I swear to God it was in the break between The Tonight Show and TBS. But I apparently I'm off by four years. How can I be off by four years? You're aging. Mm. You were on the Kilbourne File in 2010. Kilbourne File? Yeah, he had a syndicated show for about six months. That How was that, really good. Was it? Yeah, it was. He was very talented, yes. Kilbourne. Very, he was very good at, at, at that job. I was surprised that he never went on and did more. Didn't he decide to kind of just walk away? Wasn't that his choice? Yeah, he did. hundred percent, that was his choice. But I, I was surprised that he didn't change his mind. I'm well. He did. He came back to do this. And it, files. and it never hung around. Or? I think he kind of went. You know what? I don't want to do this. Good and him. went away again. Yeah. I understand that, actually, because I did that a little bit after I finished in the late night. I did a, a kind of talk show thing for the History yes, you Channel. Did. And I thought, what the fuck am I doing? I hate doing this. But I, You, you but even I, hated that. Well, I, I didn't like starting up another show. Mm. And I was like, I, I just left this kind of thing. What the fuck am I doing now? Now you, we even have to talk about history and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, now it's more work. It's just, a, you know, I think... When you're in a transitional period in your life like that, you kind of try on different hats and make mistakes. It wasn't a mistake. That seems a little harsh. I just, I'm glad it didn't go any further than it did, yeah. But then you had the game show for a little while, which my I'll son do game loved. Shows. I'll do game shows all day long. Any I day, love right? game shows. I'm doing another one. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm doing a, I'm starting shooting oh, yes, next you week for, uh, for ABC. I love game shows. Yeah. Because game shows take you outside of the toxic media environment. When you're inside a game show, all you're talking about is the game. Yep. That's all you're dealing with. You're not talking about who said what or what's the right way to address someone or the correct, none of that. It's all about, did you get the points? Did you do the thing? Did you, and it, and the fun, it's like it's like having fun, but it's outside the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and you can make two a day, which uh, is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. My uh, my son loved. Uh, I didn't care for it. The uh, <laughs> celebrity name celebrity name game. game. Yeah, I, I found it unwatchable. Oh uh, yeah, I think that's kidding. fair. I I <laughs> I loved it too, but my son. Hey, Dad, let's watch Celebrity Name Game. I think. It, well, to be fair to Celebrity Name Game, it kind of was. You know, four kids. I think it was catchword or something. What was, no, what was the name of that? So password, well, catchphrase, ce- celebrity. Yeah, it felt what like it was very like another game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, well, I, you I, think it's like password? <clears throat> yeah, I think it was a bit like. Well, it's kind of like sevens in a way. We have a yeah. game on this show called Sevens, where it's I give you clues and you have to guess who I'm talking about. Yeah, that that sounds like it, right? Yeah, why is it called Sevens? Uh, you got to get seven in. You got to get seven correct. You have seven seconds to get each one. Yeah, that sounds like... We'll play it later in the show. No, I'm going to sue you for doing that. <laughs> you can't sue me for numbers. <laughs> yeah. Watch these thumbs fly, well, buddy. I know you got two of them. Um, what... Uh, oh, listen, that's great. Craig Ferguson's been here. Um, seems like a weird way to end it. Brian uh, Adams is over there quietly sitting there enjoying... What, did you get a coffee, Brian? Did you get a, it looks like you got an iced coffee. Oh, can I give you an update on the coffee, by the way? Oh, yeah. Hang on, Brian. I apologize for trying to bring another human being into yeah, the conversation. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I forgot Craig can't have any of that. Uh, we got a coffee update? Oh, 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 oh. Listen, for the people that you've worked for in the past, that seems very harsh on me. Who if I... Drew Carey. I never worked for Drew Carey. You, you don't like him, though. True. <laughs> no, none of that's true. He's a nice guy. He, I, I, he brings people on a yacht. How do you? How can you dislike oh, a guy yeah, that brings right. people on a yacht? Yeah, that was a great thing. Bruce Helford too. He was part of that too. He was part of that as well. Mm-hmm. This coffee is outstanding. That's what everybody says. It's outstanding. But it sounds like you're throwing a butt at the end of this. No, I'm not. 
Just outstanding. It's outstanding. Done, period. But. <laughs> Damn it. No, it's outstanding. I don't drink it. I, if I did, I would try it. I don't think you should drink coffee. You don't strike me as someone who needs it. I drink a lot of caffeine. I drink a lot of. Uh, you drink the Red Bulls? I drink uh, Coke Zero like it's, uh, dare I insult you, like it's heroin. Oh. Well, I need it. I'm addicted what, to you, it. You chase the dragon with I do. the Coke Zero? I do. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if that's a wise uh, lifestyle choice. I'll answer you. It's not. Okay. No, it's, I can't be good for my innards. No. Do you have any innards issues? Oh, Matt, do I have innards issues? <laughs> yeah, it's like a segment on the show. He has so many health problems. Really? Yeah. You do? Uh, I got a lot of health problems, yeah. Well, you guys yeah. stop drinking that shit, man. Delicious. I mean, we, we, we even have songs. I uh, saw the dark dark. Yeah. That's for when he sees the doctor. Just want to see the doctor. <laughs> you see the doctor a lot. I go to the doctor quite a bit, yeah. What age are you, Jimmy? Pardon? What age are you? I'm uh, I'm, I'm a little younger than none of your business. You familiar with that? Yeah, come on now. You don't want to talk about it? Because I, I just, I, I'm going to say to you, I think it's time to make some changes. I want you yeah. to insult me and guess how old you think I am. Go ahead. I, and, I'm going to say 50. You're very kind. Well, are you older than 50? 47. No. <laughs> uh, I'm 53. 50, All right. 53 years old. So... You're that, aren't you 53? I'm 57. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm 58 next birthday. When is it? July 14th. May 17th. Very close. Hey, that's my brother's birthday. Well, there Who you are. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I said that. It is always weird when somebody has the same birthday. Hey, it's my birthday. Great. Who cares? Yeah, it's exciting for a second. Yeah. I have the same birthday as Bob Saget, who I'm having breakfast with tomorrow. What are you going to have? Uh, pancakes? Uh, no, I don't eat anything like that. Oh, that's right. You got some diet. Uh, yeah, I got the thing going on. Yeah. You know, I have to say. There's a slight digression here. Uh, in my life as a comedian, and I'm sure you can identify with this, over the past 30 years or so, I have said some stupid, hateful, and offensive things in the course of trying to raise a laugh. Mm -hmm. But I have never enraged anybody as much as I do when I say I'm a vegan. That makes people go <laughs> fucking crazy. Right? They go fucking crazy. They want me to die. Right? They're like, they come out, you, the pitchforks and the flaming torches, and they all chant and chase you up the street shouting, where'd you get your protein? Where'd you get your protein? People go fucking mad. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not just telling you, you have to be a vegan. Although you should. Yeah, you do, you do always put the little button on that. No, no, no. I Seriously, I don't eat meat or shit that squirts out of animals, but that doesn't mean... You don't do you, any dairy, dairy nothing. I, I'll be honest with you. Until they perfect a good vegan cheese for pizza, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with pizza cheese. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I, you, the one time go. I had the vegan pizza, it was a big thumbs down. Yeah, it's not good. But, uh, but it, they're working at it, and it's getting closer. I've tasted, I mean, when I first started the vegan options, things were bad. Mm -hmm. But things are improving unbelievably quickly. Kimball Musk, you know who Kimball Musk is? I, I don't. Kimball Musk is Elon Musk's brother. He was partners with Elon in PayPal. And Kimball is a great advocate for the new food technologies. And he believes, and this is a kid that, well, he made, what, a gazillion, petrillion dollars when they sold PayPal when he was 24 or mm. something like that. Kimball believes that food, this is a direct quote from him, food is the new internet. This is the growth area. Things are going to go crazy because he believes that industrial farming and the way that things are done now is so antiquated, so out of date, and so kept in place by a powerful lobbying that it's going to crumble and it's going to crumble fast. And when it goes, it's going to go nuts. All right. So, Does he recommend I invest in something in particular? Yes. What do I invest in? Hydroponic. Yeah. Uh, hydroponic technology. In 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 city in city farming and hydroponic, so that, yeah. that you reduce the travel time, so all the vegetables are fresher, and yep. you don't have to have all the the farmland that's uh, being used for all that. 
You know Kimball or you got a computer there? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have been able to pull his name, but I have seen at least yeah. one video that he's, he's been talking he's about. He's an awesome guy. He, he's really, I, I'm very fond of him. And, and he's very earnest about this. And he really means it. And he, I can't remember the exact numbers, but you know these old shipping containers? If you put hydroponic lights in them and you grow greens in those, you get the equivalent of like four acres inside a shipping container. And with a lot less energy usage right. to do it because because you don't have to deal with pests. And you don't this have is to right up your rally. It, it super is, yeah. Yeah, it's very impressive. Mm. So what I'm saying is you're destroying the planet with your food <laughs> options. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not judging you. Cheers. Cheers. My <laughs> Although I have to say, probably coffee isn't that. I mean, if you look into the coffee business, it probably ain't that good. I'm not going to look into it. Uh, drink for what you, you want to drink. Enjoy I, won't, I won't look into Coca-Cola either. It's an America's beverage. So man, cheers to you, man. Trust me, there's no doubt that that's destroying me from the inside out. Yeah, probably. All right. Uh, <laughs> they should put cocaine in it again. You think so? <laughs> well, I'd drink it. <laughs> I know you would. You're a junkie. <laughs> you, was not you're junkie. a junkie. Your word's not mine. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> so the opposite. No, we did. <laughs> yeah, but he's lying. That's okay. Yeah, it's just kind of the lies. thing we're doing now. And that's what a junkie would say, is that yeah. he's not a junkie. Do you ever hear the phrase, the difference between an alcoholic and a junkie? This is an old thing, an old expression I heard. The difference between an alcoholic and a junkie. An alcoholic will steal your purse and then drink themselves to death over the guilt of having done something wrong. A junkie will steal your purse and then help you look for it. That's <laughs> very nice. Yeah. And I feel that that's, there's a, a lot of truth yeah, in that. Yeah. When did you move here to the States? 1995. 95. That's yeah. when I moved to California. Do you think that has something to do with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you do. We, we you, probably arrived at the same time. Well, and you moved here to California? Straight to California. Right yeah. to Los Angeles. Well, I had lived in New York in the 80s for a while. Mm -hmm. And then I left for, uh, let's call it immigration reasons. Okay. Uh, and then I came back later on after I got sober. All right. Um, and, and I went to California. Where did you live when you first moved here? California. What part of? Uh, I lived down near the beach. I, I had a I had a, a rental, a sublet in the Palisades of all places, oh, which wow. it seems very expensive. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't then. It was a sublet of an old lady's house that she was going visit in Australia. So oh. I stayed in her house. Uh, and that's when you got the Drew Carey show while you were out there. No, I got a show called Maybe This Time. When What's I was this? There. It was a show I did with Betty White and Marie Osmond. Why do I what? not remember that? Well, it got canceled after 20 episodes or something. It was oh. Dane Cook's first show as well. Wow. Dane Cook was on yeah, this as well. Dane was on it as well. Uh, he came on uh, <laughs> He came on just as I was getting... I, I can't remember if I got fired or, got, or I left. Let's say I got fired. But I think I left. But okay. let's say I got fired because it sounds better. Um, and he, uh, he came on and the, the, it ran, I think, one season, 26 episodes. I did about 14 of them. Okay. And then I left or got fired. I heard you got fired. That's, yeah, that's got, the word I on the street. Yeah, Maria yeah. Osmond won't shut up about how you got fired. She was a real surprise to me. In that she was a delight or? Fucking great. She was wonderful. She, not only is was she great then, she's fucking great now. You still keep in touch with her? Well, we don't keep in touch. But whenever I see her, she's happy to see me. I'm happy to see her. Same with Betty. Betty White and I do keep in touch. And she's an uh, awful human being by all accounts. Oh, you know, I don't know <laughs> why I spend Hanks. any time with that person. Right. And, and, and Henry Winkler, another one. <laughs> right? Put that thumb down, fellas. Oh, do you know, here's the story of Henry Winkler. Is it true? Yes. Henry, as you know, is the nicest guy in show business. Yes. It's 50 years, I think, almost, since he played the Fonz, right. right? Henry walks down the street. People still shout at him, hey, Fonz. <laughs> and Henry gives him a big smile and a thumbs up, and he goes, hey. Every time. It's not even five years since I quit late night, right? People shout at me in the street, hey, Greg, where's Jeff? And I'm like, fucking your mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so what I'm saying is Henry's nicer than I. Oh, there's no question. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, he is. I tell the story so often. I had one meeting with Henry Winkler in my life. One, yeah. and, and it was a very good meeting about hosting a game show. Right. That Henry was producing. Right. And then let's say three years later, I'm driving down. Uh, it was Santa Monica, heading uh, westbound in Santa Monica. I look over. There's Henry Winkler doing that. Jimmy, how you doing? Unbelievable. Three years later. They, he's like, he's like fabulous. Yes. He really is. He, I mean, he's just, he's such a good person. Yeah. I know. He was a nice man. Bastard. He's not dead. No. 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 I said he was a nice man and I had to clarify that yeah, I yeah, recognized yeah. that he's not dead. The character of Fonzie is dead. No, I don't we think lost, so. No, we lost Fonzie. When? Yeah, I would imagine that it, it, they, they'd kill him off at some point. Right, the, since the 19th... No, I think he's like... Was well, the since the 50s, how old would he be? He, he'd probably be somewhere in his late 90s You think? Now. You think he would last he that long? He could still be alive. Yeah. Yeah. If he was With all the products he put in his hair? Yeah. How, how old is he supposed to be? Like 23? Let's say he's 23 in 1957. Okay. All right. Okay. So he's... He's Let's just say it's 59. <laughs> Why? Just because it's, 19, it's 2019 that makes more now, sense. Right? So that's 40 years ago? No. That's 50 years ago. 60 years ago. Hang on. What year are we in now? Is this not 1979? No, this is 60. <laughs> wait, I don't know. What, like, wait. It's 60 I, uh, years ago. Yeah, so he'd only be 83 years old. Oh, he's fine. Fonzie's fine. He's in his 80s. Yeah, yeah. Hey! 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 Get off my lawn! Hey! Hey! <laughs> sit on it. <laughs> I sat on it. I shit on it. <laughs> Arthur. What? That's Mrs. C getting mad. <laughs> Mrs. C. Now, Mrs. C, I don't think, would have made it. No. Uh, no, no. We'd she, look, we'd... she was in her 40s mm-hmm. in the yeah. 1950s. Yeah. Which would make her in her early hundreds. Mind yeah. you, Kurt Douglas. 103 years old. Wow. And his face doesn't look a day over 96. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a little tight, his yes. face. <laughs> He's got a little bit of the... Oh, has he got a little work done? At 100. You don't... I don't I, I, except how old you are. But don't you think the work was done like 30 years ago? Probably. It, just, it looks a little dated, too. It looks like a little old school. What does it go, like uh, video cassettes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got VHS on it. Yes. Oh, man. It's, remember when Jack Lemmon got work done and his eyes looked, I mean, it just didn't look like Jack Lemmon anymore. That's yeah. kind of how Kirk Douglas looks. Mm-hmm. Do you days. think Simon Cowell has had any work done? I can't answer and I won't answer. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's my guess. I think he might have. I, as I look at him, I think, who is that? <laughs> now, do you, was he on your program? You ever had yeah, him? yeah. He was you enjoyed him. his company? I did, actually. He was charming. Yeah, he was totally charming. And, and uh, look, the truth is, when I was doing that late night show, I'm the host. Now, you know enough about late night shows to know with, the, with a host, everybody's charming. Everybody's on their best behavior. So I was like, everybody that came on, you would hear, oh, they're a nightmare. And I'd meet them. I'm like, they're not a nightmare at all. Right. They're fucking fantastic. But uh, but I never heard any bad reports about him. Usually, a segment producer would say if somebody was a you know was a dick or something, a dick like in the green room or yeah, treating yeah. the staff poorly. Yeah, but nothing like that. I never heard any. Were there any that uh, you did get those reports on that oh, you're sure. comfortable talking about? No, I wouldn't do that. I think that's unfair. I think it's like that's what like, if they're really a prick? No, that's that's kind of like being a snitch. I yeah, I, I come on, think. that's what you junkies do. You telling others? Do yeah, you get your fix? Not, I'm not a junkie. I'm an alky. <laughs> yeah, but Alkies. you you boozies. Uh... Boozies? How dare you? A boozy? Did you just make that up? A boozy? <laughs> I've been saying that word uh, for thirty years. Yeah, boozy is what you call a cake with a lot of uh, alcohol in it. Not a person. Not nobody in the world <laughs> calls <laughs> a cake a boozy. Who are you? Have you got some boozy spotted dick for Christmas? <laughs> I'd like some boozy spotted no, dick. No, I'm not even acknowledging you're speaking with this. Spotted dick is the name of a sort of cake in Britain. That's oh, see, I don't at know Christmas that. Time. Well, boozy spotted dick for Christmas. Two inches. 
<laughs> that's a big cake yeah they need to workshop that name i don't know what i don't know take look it up uh, you got a no, computer I, I, there. i've heard of it i just don't understand how it ever got through he's yeah. got the computer first of all yeah all right he's running the controls of the video uh, look they all look the same to me no other people the computers right. wow that was a close one. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow uh, and what do we got there a spotted dick spotted dick right I, there. is dick short for something richard Idiot. <laughs> I mean, Dick, Dick's like, kind of a bird, is it you, not? You, you throw a lob like that over the net, you expect me not to speak? I don't come know on. what you're doing. I don't know yeah. what you understand comedy. I don't yeah, get what you're come on. anything over there. That, that looked more like something you would put your dick in than an actual yeah, Hey, dick. hey, what kind of talk is that? <laughs> Just look at it. It's well, got a hole right in the middle. I thought you were the wholesome one. I, feel, wow. I figured he was the wholesome one. Craig, I've been fighting this for the last seven years. He's supposed to be the wholesome one, oh. and he's drifted towards the Because I've sitting next to you every day. Yeah, but you, you still could be the laurel to my hearty. You should be the, yeah, exactly. the sweetness to me. Uh, you could be the spotted to his dick. <laughs> okay. Right? You're yeah. the leopard. You and, yeah. and you look wholesome, which yeah. is good. Okay. Well, that's nice of you. Well, it's it's, uh, it's is it a compliment? I guess it is. <laughs> I think yeah. it was. Yeah. You like hosting the game show. I do, yeah. But what about something like The Masked Singer? Would you take that gig away from Nick Cannon, or would that be something that you would go, eh. I'm not familiar with the show. Um, okay, well, I've heard of it, but mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Now, run uh, this format past me, would you? Uh, celebrities of all levels, A to... Uh, Oh, I get you. D. Okay. Mostly C to D. I hear you. And then you. your occasional Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. Right. Uh, and the Seal. Seal ends up being one of the guys. Really? Seal? Yeah. You know, he was the leopard, who I thought was Dennis Rodman. Wow. Oh, yeah. Seal. Oh, I thought that was Dennis Rodman as well. <laughs> yeah. It's Seal. Wait, wait. You're invested in this shit. No, you? I'm actually not. Okay. Here's, here's how I'm invested. We've, we, we're out as a family. We stopped watching it. All right. Because uh, it's horrible. Right. Uh, but I still go, uh, I'll see the headline. Latest reveal on Mass Singer. It's like, well, we were in at one point. I do want to see if our guesses initially were right. Yeah, right. Um, and we have not been right since. Didn't people think I was one of them? Because I got a lot of Did you? information. Hmm. People were emailing me saying, hey, you were a clue on that singer show. Who did they think you were? Uh, the Eagle, maybe? Was there an Eagle? There was that was, yes. was that last season or was, the beginning of this season. No, it was definitely this. And who season. was it then? Was it the Eagle? Maybe it was an Eagle or Wasn't a, the a Budgie e- or a well, Hawk. The Eagle, I thought, was, uh, was Terry that Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw, season right? Season one, yeah. right? But a lot of people mistake Terry and I for. <laughs> yeah, you sound. We, we're very similar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, spitting it's, image in their singing yeah. voices. I oh, guess yeah. the, So what happened? People dress up as animals so, and then so sing. You, so you wear it's like a furry musical furry. Not just mm-hmm. animals. Imagine. There's like trees. Yeah, somebody's a stalk of celery this year. And I, really, a celery singing? Man, 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 man. <laughs> 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 I can do asparagus. Uh, all right, so you would dress up as asparagus, right? And then let's hear, and then Nick Cannon would say, "Let's hear it for asparagus." You'd come out, you do your song. The judges try to guess who it is based on I, some clues. This is fantastic television. Oh, it's horrible! Really? Oh no, it sounds great to me. Oh, now the actually, reason the reason why I'm saying it sounds great may be connected to this fact that it's the same production company I'm doing the show with ABC. <laughs> next week then you know but I, I am honestly not familiar with the show but it sounds great and quality entertainment at a reasonable price well we all we all thought that initially as well so uh, the concept is great yeah yeah, yeah it's just the division of the, the the parts of the content versus the content that you want I'm with Craig though we probably shouldn't shit on it because because uh, you would like to host next year yeah I, I'm sure I'm second in line <laughs> Jimmy yeah, have you done a game show yeah I've hosted many yeah, you should do another one. Yeah, tell, tell fucking Hollywood, Craig. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm not I'm not Alec Baldwin. 
I'm not you. I don't have the. Uh, the what, what, don't... You, you calling me fat? Did you just call me fat? <laughs> I most certainly did not. I'm saying you aggressively treat your children poorly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And are unpleasant oh, on airplanes. Oh, yes. Whoa. That's whoa, what I'm man. Do you know Alec? No, I don't know. I, no, I, I, I do not. I've run into him a couple of and times. And you guys get along? Yeah, I've always. You, you know? He's charming to me. Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, he was always nice to me. But I, I've heard a few stories about Alec, but nothing that you haven't heard either. I mean, right. the stories I've heard is like, you know, on the airplane or the guy in the parking spot. But I think that he, I think people kind of try and needle him. You think so? Right. I think they do. Yeah, I think that they know he's got a, you know, he's a bit of a, a hot head and, and they try and get him to get angry and... Yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. I understand. That's why I, I never go anywhere or you don't do go, anything. You don't do any show busy things. You <laughs> don't. No, I never did, though. I never did. Even when you were on Drew Carey, the peak of your powers. <laughs> you, uh, you wouldn't go uh, out with Drew to uh, the clubs at night. No, no. That wasn't your bag. Well, no. I, it's not my bag, really. I mean, look, if I'm going to go drinking, I don't want to be around people. It's not pretty. And if I'm not going to go drinking, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. So I go home. I wasn't, I'm not, when I stopped drinking, I stopped being a party animal. I yeah. Mean, what's the point of going to a party if you're not getting fucked up and going home with someone you don't know? Now we're talking. Yeah. So I don't, you know. Yeah. And I never liked Hollywood parties because they're not parties at all. It's like some fucking paperclip convention. And it's like, fucking hate it. So I always. My relationship with Hollywood, I think it's probably quite similar to yours, is very cautious. I don't really like it. You know, I've never been good at pretending that everybody is friends. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll lie like everyone else, as you know, but it's hard. it takes its toll. It's exhausting. A little bit. Yeah. It is exhausting. It's like, we're all having such a great time. You know what I used to fucking hate? When they would say, this was a Drew Carey show thing. People would, like, from shows like Access, Extratainment, and stuff like that, they would say, what, what pranks do you guys play to each other on the set? I'm like, it's a fucking place of work, you goddamn idiot. But people, there's fucking people work here. Right? Professional people. Like, do you guys play pranks all day? What are you fucking talking about? You fucking moron? This is a job. Yep. You know, oh, you guys are crazy. You just hang around being crazy all day. Like, you're not fucking, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh -huh. We don't hang around being crazy all day, you fucking idiot. That's just a lie we put out for customers. <laughs> I've just been told Alec Baldwin has a temper. Yeah. And then here comes yeah. uh, Bring Up Access Hollywood to Craig Ferguson. Holy shit. Access Extratainment, I said. My apologies <laughs> for being more specific than your vagaries. Uh, do we have to take a break? My clock yeah, is, is off. Yeah. Um, Biologically, I think it's probably a lot to do with that coke. You think so? You think yeah. it, uh, again, I'm killing myself from the inside. You are. How are you, is your poop? What? Do you, do you poop regular? I should tell you that this is a topic I do not, uh, I, I don't. Uh, I'm just, look, I, I, it's I'm, important. I'm regular if that's a. You're if regular. If we can end the conversation. Because that's a lot of sodium you're taking now. So I'm just, like, when you poop, is it, do you hear it like a Popeye sound? <laughs> do you hear a kind of noise? Yeah, oh, I hear that. <laughs> well, that's the salt. Oh, I see. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, I love the sea. Right. When Popeye well, you are then. The that makes sense. Yeah, Popeye. Uh, all right, Craig Ferguson is here. We're going to take a break and hopefully come back with a different uh, line of talk. Uh, enough of this uh, scatological bullshit. Uh, he's got a new special uh, series, I guess it's a uh, series, uh, Hobo Fabulous, uh, that you could check out. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we'll be back with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Craig Ferguson's on Twitter at Craigie Ferg, C-R-A-I-G-Y-F-E-R-G. Follow him there. He's funny everywhere. Why would Twitter be any different? And check out Hobo Fabulous, his new series. It's kind of a comedy special broken into six parts, I believe, uh, but it's available on demand on every uh, streaming platform. You know, you get to get it from iTunes, Amazon, wherever you like to go to purchase fine comedy enjoy it and jimmy pardo speaking of enjoying comedy he's going to be at the comedy attic in bloomington indiana january 24th and 25th and then he's going to be in paris texas for the tower city comedy festival on february 1st meanwhile uh, never not funny is live at sf sketch fest in san francisco at the gateway theater january 10th and 11th we're doing uh playing games live on the 10th uh, eight o'clock show i believe with special guest oscar nunez from the office a good friend of ours and then a matinee show one o'clock show on saturday the 11th josh gondelman will be our guest there that will be super fun can't wait to do it hope you can get tickets hope you can join us go to nevernotfunny.com and click the tour link if you want tickets to any of that stuff for jimmy stuff go to jimmypardo.com click his tour link and enjoy hey when it comes to meat quality matters there's yeah. more to it than just texture That's what she and said. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't laugh at that. I had to try to explain what that's what she said meant oh. to my kids because they hear that and they're I'm, like, what does that mean? I'm like, well, it's a sex joke. <laughs> yeah. That's all you can say, right? Yeah. It's an adult joke, right? Sex, sex, uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? You explain all that to them too, right? Yeah. Hey, and this then band's I get, knocking. They'll come rocking. No, vice versa. Those two things. Rock and knock. Sure. If the van's knocking, because you're fucking rocking. in there. Yeah, but it could also be knocking, like knocking around. Yeah, you're knocking boots. Yeah, and then so don't come, don't come around with a guitar. <laughs> don't don't start, start. I don't need your music, music to distract me. I've already, I got my rhythm going. Right. Yeah. I don't need you showing up and doing uh, some Steve Vai nonsense, noodling outside of the van. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Bottom line: if I'm in my van at all, you mind your business. Stay away from it altogether. Stay away from it. My no. van, my business. No rocking, no knocking. That's right. Uh, all right, listen. Butcher box is a thing that both Elliot and Matt use, and they love it. Yeah, indeed. Uh, can you guys agree it's high quality, humanely raised meat that uh, that is important to you? <laughs> is that something you guys would agree with? I mean, it tastes better. I do. Yeah. I do. Tastes good. I guess I do care about that, but at the same time, we all you know go to restaurants and things that you you don't know where the meat is coming from, and right. you feel bad about it if you start thinking about it. Uh, but both of you guys use this butcher box. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's better for you, better for the animal, better for the environment. Mm-hmm. Every month, Butcher Box ships a curated selection of high quality meats right to your home. You guys find that to be true? Yes. Yeah. Shows up right on the porch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all meat is free of antibiotics. You guys have done the research. You know that to be fact. Mm-hmm. I take their word for it. Uh, added horm- uh, There are no added hormones. That is packed fresh, shipped frozen, and vacuum sealed, so it stays that way. Would you agree? It shows up that, like that. Yes. yes. All right, they've got options like 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaska salmon, uh, salmon for those that uh, pronounce it correctly, I say salmon for humor, sugar and nitrate-free bacon available for just six bucks a meal. ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get your healthy, humanely raised meats. Is that something you guys would agree with? Yes. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, they even have free shipping in the is continental it, U.S. Is this a congressional hearing? <laughs> Why are you grilling us? <laughs> Allow me to finish, sir. This is my time. Oh, I apologize. This is my time. They. Uh, I, I really I, have to catch a flight back to Brussels. I so. <laughs> ask the questions. This is my time. I ask the questions. It's just I, I'm worried about the flight. I ask the questions. They have free shipping in the continental United States. Is it safe to say both of you guys live in the continental United States? Yes, yes, yes sir. Very good. Except now, when I'm working in Brussels. I understand that you're very going, important I, I to get back. There. I know. you got to go to Brussels at some point today. I'm trying why would to catch, why would you schedule a flight on the day that you are appearing well, before I'm trying Congress? to get the last flight to back to Brussels? Go, go tomorrow, first thing in the morning. 
I really would like to get back to work serving this country. You suck up, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um, would you guys agree on this? That uh, right now you can get two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon absolutely free plus $20 off your first box? That's something you guys would agree with? That is the deal they are offering and I have no reason to believe that they are not honest when they say that that's what you can get. I have consulted counsel and mm-hmm. yes, I agree. All right, so you both agree with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go to butcherbox.com slash pardo. Use the promo code pardo at checkout to get that aforementioned deal. That is butcherbox.com slash pardo. Butcher standard spell box put hey, that all together it may be too late for people yeah. to capitalize on this for christmas but i did they have also these great holiday boxes uh and i got my dad a, a box a butcher box of uh what the holiday boxes is a selection of steaks and oh, that's uh, great and pork and yeah and uh you know he's a man who likes his meat a good uh midwestern guy and uh born and raised well he was born in new jersey but no actually he was born in indiana it doesn't matter you guys don't need to know any of this <laughs> Wait, is, where was he born he was born in indiana like my buddy uh, the colonel that's right and the redenbacher very suspicious wow. yeah what's your dad up to <laughs> why isn't your dad in the cook game food game that's a great question i should ask him well i can ask him uh, when i ask him how those uh, steaks are tasted do you think this will make him love you <laughs> <laughs> that was the goal <laughs> as all gifts are yeah. they are right <laughs> just another opportunity to try to get some emotion out of them <laughs> uh, butcherbox.com slash pardo use the promo code pardo that is butcherbox.com slash pardo you can get the two pounds of ground beef two packs of bacon for free plus 20 bucks off your first box by going to butcherbox.com slash pardo using the code pardo butcherbox better way to meet Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2519, The Hardcastle. Uh, Craig Ferguson is here. Brian Adams is sitting patiently by. I can't imagine uh, how tedious that ride has to be. You run your mouth nonstop out there. <laughs> me? You can. You, he doesn't talk? No, no, he doesn't. No. Now, are you guys friends? or he Is, is he your publicist? Hi, uh, who is this, gentleman? Brian and I go back a long way. He's originally from Scotland. And uh, he's he's the known as the guy in Scotland... Who looks like he's not from around here? Because <laughs> well, he doesn't. It's a nickname, but it works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a little lengthy. I can't put that on the back of a jersey. Uh, <laughs> well, we just call him Brian. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. That other thing is a little dirty. No, Brian and I met yesterday, but we get along oh, fine. Oh, seems to be going okay, though? Yeah, yeah. it's going All right, good. Yeah, That's yeah, nice. Mm. Uh, do you still have that fellow that I met at your house? Uh, and I th- believe he's in your... Tomas? Tomas. Tomas is a... What's great, his story? Tomas is uh, he's my... Well, he's a tour manager when I go on the road. Mm-hmm. And if you'd watched the show that I'm here plugging, he's in that a lot. I watched the first episode. Well, he's the big bearded guy. I know, with the long hair. Right, right. Right, but I, I, I refresh my memory. beautiful, Tomas, don't you think? You're saying you're asking if I think Tomas is beautiful. Yeah, I, do, I would like him to get a haircut. <laughs> really? I don't like that long hair. Wow. I, 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 I commented on your hair the second you walk in. I the, the gorgeous head of hair. Well, thanks. Very Tomas much. looks like a filthy hippie. Oh, how, how wrong you are! I think Tomas to me looks like if Jesus and Dracula had a baby who became a supermodel. Wow. Boy, well you you know better than I do. Yeah, he's very very nice man. Very very clever. And I and I feel actually. The, although Brian and Tomas have not met yet, mm-hmm. I think they would get on really they well. They would get along very I well. I think they would. Yeah, they got a very similar vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Tomas one time. He was a very nice man. Yeah, so I, I'll back cool. that up. He's a very cool guy. I met him through email many times. He's Say it again? Great. I met him through email many times. And he's a good emailer, right? Oh, he's, yeah. he's, I even text messages. He's great at emails. He's, kind of, he's, like, he's one of the best emailers in the business. <laughs> and I know some people that are great at oh, it. Oh, man. I tell you, well, you're pretty good. I heard you can, like, email <laughs> wow. Nice improv, Craig. 
<laughs> so you heard I could do the thing that the topic is that we're talking about? Yeah, that's I'm unconventional, motherfucker. That's the way I do it. It's all about rhythms. It is about the rhythm. And you know about the rhythm. It's going to get you. When? Tonight. All right. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. Is that a thing? That's a Miami Sound Machine song. Oh, right. Okay. Did you, I, you know, I had lunch once with Gloria Estefan in Miami. Oh you, you you can't ask for a better That's scenario. That's the dream. Oh, man. That's the dream. It, it was a dream. She was so fantastic. It's like having lunch with the Queen of England in Buckingham Palace, except much better than that. It has because to be. I'm a Republican, but not in uh, an American sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you was her husband there too, mucking things up? No, he wasn't there. We were just there. It was I was doing something for the show down there, the old late night show down there, and and we had lunch, and she was just great. Very, very satisfyingly, like isn't that you would, nice? hope you would have her be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great. What uh, did you see her play? The one based on her life. No, uh, it's terrific. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It it's is. a lot of as far as jukebox musicals go. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Do you like the jukebox musicals? If they're good. What what ones have you liked? I like that one about Gloria <laughs> Estefan. Yeah, Ma- Mamma Mia. Did you like that one? No, you didn't like. I it? didn't dislike it. Do you know? I neither did I. I didn't dislike it. I went to go and see it when it was a stage play. I didn't see it. I, I saw the movie eventually, but I saw the stage play because I was hanging about with a girl and wanted to go see it. And, okay. You know, obviously you got to go. Yeah. Uh, it was great. I uh, I think by the time it got here, we saw a, a subpar touring version of it. So it was okay. Yeah. I, I saw it on the, in the West End in London. So you saw, uh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And ABBA were there. They were serving drinks. Oh, boy. Oh, those poor people. Yeah. It feels like they should have been... uh, No, they were like, would you like something to drink? I know we are Swedish, but we like to talk like World War II Nazis uh, in our spare time. (laughs) That's very unique. They didn't want want you to know it was ABBA. That's right. Uh, No, no, of course I'm not Benny (laughs) Ulfsson. My name is Klaus... I'm not Frida. Danger. Uh, Klaus Danger. Danger. I am the original drummer from Kraftwerk. Oh, goodness. They're a computer band. Kraftwerk? I loved Kraftwerk. That's your favorite band of all time. (laughs) Sure, why not? Seems like a weird leap to me. Yeah, yeah, wow. Who's your favorite, other than the Rollers? Who else would it be? <laughs> the Rollers? The Bay City Rollers. Oh, They're I They're from your land? I think, I think, you know, I've been, I get asked this nearly every day, about three or four times a day, and today I'm going to say David Bowie. That's your favorite. Okay. Why do you get asked this so often, do you think? I don't, I made that part up, but I do think it's probably, David. today it's David Bowie, because I've been listening to a lot of David Byrne on my, uh, mm-hmm. do you know the thing about having the, these little phones now? Is you you end up going on musical journeys. That it, it's actually really good. I think there's a bunch a back catalogue of David Byrne stuff I was unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. and it's just wonderful. Yeah, and the the collaboration stuff with Saint Vincent is amazing. Yeah. And then that led me into listening to her stuff without him, which is also sensational. And so I. Uh, I like a lot of music, is what I'm saying. That's what it sounds like. Mm. It sounds I like do like it. Well, don't you listen to music a lot? Yes, I do. I, I, it's, it's, a, it's the language of, of something else. It's, it's so much better than just not having music. <laughs> like, she, when, when it's just like quiet and there's no music, you could be anywhere. Yeah, but don't you like that sometimes? Don't you like just a, a little quiet... Yeah, that's what it's like in the car with Brian. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> you got the two days of peace and quiet with this guy. Uh, but sometimes I, I do like, uh, like I'll, usually I'll sit down like to do my, my bills or whatever on the computer, and I'll put some music on. And sometimes I'll go, you know what? I don't need that today. And I just kind of yeah, like I it being you. quiet. Yeah, well, and also when I'm writing, I can't, I can't listen to music. If I'm writing, I, you gotta just, it's got to be quiet. 
And uh, do you do a lot of improvisation on stage as well, yes. in addition to the writing? Yes. Or, uh, I mean, it's part of the writing process, right. don't you think? Uh, well, for me, that's all I do. So right. Yes. What I do is, for every, for the last 10, 15 years, when I'm putting a new act together, I write some, and then I go to the Comedy Works in Denver and do a week, two shows a night. Ah. And then at the end of the week in Denver... That's the way. Because Com- Comedy Works in Denver is arguably the best club in the That's United what everybody States. tells me. Right. You never played it? I've never worked oh, there. Jimmy, you'd love that I place. know that. Tell you, them. You'd crush in there. I, uh, you absolutely would crush Doesn't everybody there. that come here say? Yes. You, oh. No, you would. I mean, you, it's like, that's crazy you've never played I there. I am as sickened by it as you are. <laughs> that's... What? That doesn't I, make any sense to I me. I don't. There's. Uh, I don't get. Did get you it. upset someone? How, I don't know how I could have. Have you made a bad joke about Denver in your life? I've worked Denver, just not there. Oh, I don't know. Then I. Do you want me to take care of this? Yeah. Okay, I'll take care <laughs> of this. Mm-hmm. All right. Brian, remember, and when we get in the car, tell me are you going to do that thing for Jimmy, and I'll go. Fuck. No, I was just saying. No, no. Sure. <laughs> doing a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing a bit. Uh, all right. You got to leave. Do it? Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to leave. Really? I was actually kind of having a good time. <laughs> well, you're surprised by that. You were anticipating this to be... Uh, I like you. Yes, and I used to. You know, and I like hanging out here and stuff. And now I have to go and sit in the car with Brian. It's all awkward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who are you going to see next? Are you allowed to tell me this? Who are you yeah, going to go? Uh, we are... I want you to say it. I want to watch your face when you hear who this is. Okay. Uh, to see... Uh, all right. I might not know who it is. Jason Ellis. Oh, I do know Jason. I do know Jason. Who's Jason Ellis? Sirius Jason, XM. he's a he's a radio oh, guy over at Sirius. I know exactly. And who he's yes. fascinating human being. Yes, he's a very interesting guy. He's got a, his show is only maybe a year old, if I'm not mistaken. Right, no, it's a little older. Might be a year and a half. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know exactly who it is because I ran into him when I was last there uh, with Kyle. Who gives a shit why you saw this guy? I know who that is. Yeah. Enjoy your time over there. Enjoy uh, the security to get into that building. Have you been over to the Sirius XM? We were there this morning. The, the security to get into the radio station is insane. They said to me, when we turned up, they said, uh, before you sign in, we need your email address. I'm like, no. So, what do you mean, no? I'm not fucking giving you my fucking email address. So, what the fuck you? Why do they you do either that? let me in or don't let me in? You don't need my fucking email address. Well, I, I, I make up an email address with, all right, here's my email address, alqaeda.com. There, fuck you. <laughs> what the fuck is it? That's not security. It's so they can sell the fucking information. That's all it is. It's selling your fucking information. God damn it. Jimmy, what the fuck? I, I don't go. You're right. Fuck it. I'm staying here. All right. Let's have another one of these amazing coffees. Yeah. Excuse me. me, Calming you down. Um, All right. Time to play sevens. Oh, guess what the song is. Wait. Brian needs to hear this. Give him your headphones, Garen. If anyone needs oh, to hear it. Oh, that's a good point. Did you just call him Karen? Garen. 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 Uh, I, thought, I thought he called you Karen. Which would, look, that also is cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be a pretty cool name. All right. Yeah. You ready? Like Carol. A man to be named Carol. Here we go. Sure. Look at your hair looking better than it ever has. Yeah. Look at the way it's dropped. See, that's classic. a right guy. There. It's a Brian Adams parody. Yeah. See what we it's did? a parody? Yeah, that's not the real song, Craig. That's not we wouldn't just play Heaven oh, by Brian afford, Adams. You can't afford it? No, dumb fuck. It's because <laughs> this game is called Sevens, so somebody did a parody on a Heaven calling it Sevens. Was it, was it Weird Al? Because <laughs> if it wasn't Weird Al, I don't fucking listen to it. We got Mike Henry. 
Uh, weird Al. What if we got this Brian Adams to re-record that? I hear he's got a great voice. Yeah, exactly. And then we can say, that's Brian Adams. Every time someone hears him. Unfortunately, the only song oh, that, he sings right. is that Creedence Clearwater. Oh, the Bible thing. Thing. Okay. Yeah. I do like the idea of him doing it. And people go, who is that? Well, that's Brian Adams. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got Brian Adams to record it. I love it, man. <laughs> Brian, stick around. Drop him off. Seriously, so come back. We'll lay down a track. Can you tell him to play the game, please? Because I got to get going. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not. Did you like when the guests would do that to you on your program? No. Chris, then why do you think it's okay to do it? Why either? did I never play fucking games with my guests? I don't know. You found them more interesting? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's like right. it on you. Fuck. What category did you choose, Craig? Uh, I would like the 80s, please. Uh, 80s the decade or 80s music? 80s music. Okay. All right. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm going to be giving you I'm going to be giving you clues. Yeah, I know. I'm going to play. Don't okay. worry. All right. <laughs> uh, we got to get them as quickly as possible. That's the premise of the game. Okay. Here it comes. Can I say pass if I don't know what's going on? No. Nope. No, I have to stay with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but uh, it eventually, it'll pass on its own. After seven right. seconds, it moves on. Okay. Whether you like okay. it or not. Yeah. Here we go. Three, two. Uh, he's the gambler. Country music. Uh, Kenny Rogers. Yes. Uh, Aerosmith, uh, you're having sex in a thing that goes up and down elevator. the building. Wait, what's the name of the thing? Loving an elevator. Yes. Uh, this guy's very pointed. He always feels like somebody's watching him. Michael Jackson. Oh, uh, someone feels like Michael Jackson. No, the other guy. The uh, guy, the guy uh, who's standing uh, uh, part, the uh, Next Falco. one. Next one. Uh, people are people. Uh, the band that what did that. Be, uh, people are people. people. Though, Quickly. I, 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 next I, I, one. Okay. The lead singer of Poison. Uh, oh, no, I just know my thing. Okay. <laughs> All right, the next we one coming time. up then. Uh, uh, these guys had the crazy hair, and I ran. I ran oh, so far uh, away. Oh, Flock of Seagulls. Yes. Uh, Tommy Tudone had a big hit. It was a girl's name. It's a phone number. Uh, it was 6560609. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, a very, very, Jesse's girl. Yeah. Uh, that's, of course, Rick Springfield. So uh, it was you got Kenny Rogers. Right. You got Love in an Elevator. The paranoid gentleman is that's Rockwell. Rockwell. That's Rockwell. Rockwell. I said Falco, but you know, I you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> yeah, Falco. You know, well, I Rockwell. know who that. I know who that is. Right, it doesn't apply here. Yeah, man. Uh, Depeche Mode, of course, was people. Uh, are people. Depeche uh, Mode. Yeah, Leachinger, I like Depeche Mode. Leachinger Poison is. Can I say it? By the way, it's Depeche Mode. No, you can't. <laughs> okay. Why would you bother me with that nonsense? Uh, uh, that's Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels, uh, flock of seagulls. You got, and then uh, Tommy Two Tones' big hit is eight six seven Je- five three zero nine. Jenny Jenny. Eight six seven five three zero nine slash Jenny Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. Just, yeah. Je- just Jenny, just the oh, one just, Jenny. Oh, just, just the Jenny. one Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Would, I, would you have given it to me if I'd have said it's I would have given you Jenny, anything Jenny. had you been anywhere close to <laughs> I said numbers. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty close. There were a lot of sixes. I yeah, there were uh, numbers. Guarantee got a 10. There's your points there. Yeah. So that Where does that place me? Not really great. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You can't be happy. Uh, I so wanted uh, one of the achievements in life is to win a quiz on a fucking podcast. <laughs> I, I really, you know, it's right up there with fucking... Radio City and the Peabody Award. Is this you lashing out because of my comment? Is that what this is now? Sounds like he's lashing out because he didn't do well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. I am <laughs> lashing out because I didn't do well. Uh, you know, I liked you when you were the wholesome one. Motherfucker. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Craig, thank you for being here. Always a pleasure, Jim. Watch the uh, the series. It is... Uh, no, I've seen it, man. Fabulous. I've seen it. Not you, Dick. Look, I'm <laughs> yeah. talking to the audience. All oh, right, okay. Um, it's wonderful. If you like Craig Ferguson, and I do, you're going to like this thing. Actually, if you don't like me, you might like it as well. Well, this might turn him around on you. Yeah, no, no. It's just that, you know, when I, I got the idea from watching documentaries about uh, Rush and... The band jo- Rush from Canada. And Journey. The Arnold Pernada story. Right. I don't I don't care for these bands, but when I watched the documentaries, I, was, I loved those guys. Yeah. And, I, and it was great. I thought, well, I'll use that format so I can entertain people who hate me. 
Which well, is a big audience, well, Jimmy. Oh, I know that. That's a big audience. That's a, that's a there's a whole untapped revenue stream right there. We are not even live with the show, and people have already turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking right, about. Right there, you go there. Uh, thank you, Craig, for being here. Anytime, buddy. On behalf of uh, Brian Adams from some organization we are unaware of, <laughs> maybe he could just be a driver. I have no idea what he does. Could be, could be the Uber driver. I don't have a clue. Shadowy world of the some kind of crip related organization. Right? Right. Yeah, that sounds. Uh, offensive okay. what's that brian forgot my black gloves my organization gotta wear the black yeah gloves. oh, uh, oh yeah. I, I he's from him. he's from scotland you probably haven't difficulty with the, accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the pop calls will be scaring cockerel behind video village that's the uh, the wild boar Ellie hoper behind the dashboard that's the honcho matt bell our frank craig ferguson i'm jimmy pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast Yay. ak-47 gone not forgotten If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.